Welcome back to The Blind Side. Tonight we are talking everything NFL Week 11. A great week. We got an awesome Monday Night Football game that we're going to talk about. Rams-Bucks. Uh, the rest of the week was great. Then we're going to talk a little Week 12 preview. We got me and Dylan's top 10 tight ends in the league right now. A little 6-3 and three records update that we did last week. We're going to continue with that a little bit. A little contender-pretender. And to end off the show, I got a little Yankees talk. So uh, without anything else, Dylan... Talk to me about Monday night. Yeah, um, this was a great game. Rams-Bucks ended 27-24 Rams. Mm -hmm. Um, Less of a shootout than I thought it was going to be. Yep. Especially because the Bucks did a really good job dealing with Aaron Donald, not only in the first half, but they kept with it the rest of the game. Very true. The first half, he didn't have a sack or a solo tackle. Really? He didn't have a tackle? He had doubles and triples every single Damn. play. Yeah, like, awesome. it's crazy the attention that he draws from opposing offensive lines. Yeah, and I think the Rams might make the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think I mean, they might come out of the NFC, to be honest with you. After that performance, I'm not going to say I against disagree. The against the Bucs. Um, but I'm, I'm still not sold. Yeah, I'm I mean, Jared sold. Goff threw the ball. Jared Goff <laughs> threw the ball 51 times tonight. Let's talk yeah, about that. And, and he was one completion short of a Monday Night Football record. Yeah. I saw one that. completion short of tying the record, which is yep. 40 completions on Monday night. He ended 39 for 51, 376 yards, three touchdowns, had two picks, wasn't great, but but he outdoed Brady. Yeah, and the one thing I will say is like the Rams need a fucking running back. Yeah, they dude. really need a running. I know Cam Akers caught a touchdown, but like they need a running back. Really. What do they have? They had they had 38 total rushing yards tonight. Yeah. So yeah. the Bucks like, is. Look, I mean. The linebackers for the Bucks, obviously very quick, and we mention it every week, yeah. but the, the outside zone scheme just doesn't work when you have Devin White and other quick linebackers. On right, the- like Levante David. Yeah. Like what I will, Exactly. Like, what I want to think is, like, maybe McVay knew that this run defense is so good because of the linebackers that they had to pass the ball. Maybe that was the game plan going into it. But either way, like, you can't trust Daryl Henderson and Cam Akers, like these guys, to get you RB1 production yeah. every week. You need, you need a running back. I mean, who do uh, they have that's injured? It's um, Malcolm Brown. Was yeah. he playing tonight? Yeah, actually, I think, he, I think he played a little bit tonight. I think he got involved. Yeah, dude, Speaking they just have no running involved. back. Speaking of people that got involved, let's talk about Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Yeah, dude, okay. I mean, just games. <laughs> the wide receivers in general in this game yeah. from both teams, like wow. very consistent all yeah. season long. Like two of yeah. the more consistent wide receiver cores in the NFL. Yep, so Cooper Cup, 11 for 145. Didn't have a touchdown, but Robert Woods, 12 for 130 in the touchdown. Yeah, so and then on Jared Goff likes to throw the ball to. <laughs> yeah, clearly it's Cup and Woods. Yeah, and then uh, receptions for like two seventy between them. That's outrageous. Not too bad. And then let's talk more about receivers. AB eight for fifty seven. Honestly, yeah. he looked pretty good. He had one bad drop where he kind of extended and hit off his fingertips, but otherwise he looked pretty good. Yeah. Just to interrupt you for a second about drops. Yeah. Can we talk about Leonard Fournette? Dude, how many Dude, drops did he have? Three. He killed them. He had three drops tonight. All throughout, like crucial late downs. Were they all on the like series. third down? I feel like they were. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was so Christ, bad dude. tonight. Leonard Fournette How do you was. Do that? I don't Fournette know. ended with seven for seventeen. He did have like a one yard touchdown, but that's bullshit. Obviously, Ronald Jones ten for twenty four. So the, neither team really ran the ball. Yeah, this was um, just throw the ball a lot. Just getting back to the Bucks receivers, Evans finished mm-hmm. with five for forty nine and a touchdown. Godwin with Jalen seven. Ramsey on him all game. Yeah, I which mean, is notable. Ramsey didn't blanket him, but. 
Yeah, obviously not the production that Evans could put up. So, so still not a bad of game. Evans, speaking of Evans, like I don't understand that that first touchdown that uh, that Godwin scored. I think yeah, it, where was the oh, no? It was Evans. I'm sorry. Call. That yes, but on Mike Evans' touchdown, why yeah. the hell is Jalen Ramsey not on Mike Evans in the red zone? I don't That's know. That's when Mike Evans gets the ball. Honestly, why didn't they stop it for forward progress? I don't know. It really like, looked like it, right? He got spun around. He was held up for at least two seconds. I thought yeah. they were going to blow that dead, but <laughs> yeah, he I kept no his idea. legs going. Good for him. He got the touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Jordan um, Fuller for the Rams, two picks. This kid's yeah. like, looking pretty good. You want to hear something fucking crazy? This, this might even be like a contender for the greatest no shit that's interesting of all time. Oh, I got one too. I really hope we don't have the same one. Is yours about Jason Pierre-Paul? Maybe. <laughs> Does yours also Is yours about Jamal Adams? Jamal Adams. Yes. Yeah, it had That's to be. crazy. Tell, tell the people. Tell the people. We so, didn't plan this, by the way. Jason Pierre-Paul now has more career interceptions than Jamal Adams. And keep in mind, Jason Pierre-Paul doesn't have 10 fingers. Yeah, he so, has like eight, seven fingers. Actually, oh my God. do you think by the end of the year, Jason Pierre-Paul will have more fingers than picks or picks than fingers? I think, oh man, no, it's he'll gonna be like more a fingers. It'll be so? like seven to five. Watch maybe. Jason Pierre I'll be Pierre Paul come like become like a corner next next year. Yeah, dude, just I locking mean, down guys. Just like to get back, circle back to Jamal Adams for a second. Yeah, yeah. He's ranked seventy eighth out of all ninety two safeties in the NFL. Not great. Yeah, so like <laughs> when the Jets got great. rid of this guy at the beginning yeah. of the season, everyone was like, "What the fuck are they doing?" But yep. Clearly, it was a good move. It kind of just keeps showing me that Joe Douglas, the Jets GM, like he knows his shit. Yeah, no, he yeah, he's you been guys great got, for what, us. Two first rounders or three first rounders? I believe it was two first rounders and a starting right. safety in return as well. Got it. Okay, okay, interesting. Uh, does Jared Goff know that he has forty seconds to snap the ball, not forty-five? I don't How know. Many fucking delay yeah, of games. Is this dude getting it? That happened a lot like, tonight. Can you imagine if the Rams had like Deshaun Watson? Like, I think they might actually go fifteen and one with McVay's system in that defense. Like yeah, if they had literally any other quarterback besides Goff, like, holy shit, they'd be good. Dude, the squan is quality. Yeah, right? I would love to see Derek Carr in that offense almost. But I, I really want to talk about Derek Carr for this next we will game. So definitely get into that. Do you have anything else left for this game? I got one really more thing on? that I want to say. Go ahead. So Tom Brady decided to throw a pass twice on one play. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? Is he like, uh, look, he's old. Maybe he's losing his memory of the rules of football. But like, Tom, listen, listen, let me educate you a little bit. In football, you're the quarterback. You can only throw the ball forward one time. But the only best once. part was the Rams declined the penalty and he ended yeah. up getting the completion what? for it. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? That's so... insane to me. So, yeah, you want to go into Chiefs, uh, Chiefs Raiders? Yeah, I mean, you just reminded me talking about Brady. I have one more thing oh, for this game. Me. Yeah. Right as the, the Rams kicked that field goal to go up 27 24. Yep. Um, Michael Wilbon tweeted out, What the fuck are the Rams doing running the ball on third mm-hmm. and eight? There's no way yeah. Brady doesn't score with two and right. a half minutes. I think I even texted Michael you, like, Wilbon. Is there is any an way idiot. they don't win? Yeah. Michael Wilbon yeah. is an idiot, dude. I listen to this dude tweet all the time about the Bears. It's kind of um, funny, but nothing yeah, he says ever makes sense. Yeah. No. Oh, absolutely not. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Absolutely like, not. That if that job ever opens up at ESPN, yeah, put me hit one in of us up. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give Brady's final stat line, and then I'm good to move on, just so the people yeah. have it. He wasn't good. Twenty-six no, not good for forty-eight, two sixteen, two touchdowns, and two picks. Like he wasn't yeah. good. No, so, he just looked flustered all night. 
I don't know. I'm, I've been high on the Rams for a while, as the listeners know. Like, I've been talking them up for a long time. I think they might make a Super Bowl run. They're going to get killed by the Chiefs if they make it there. But so I think they can, put a, you, they can get there. Do you officially have the Rams to come out of the NFC? Oh, do I want to put it on record? Yeah, I do. Fuck it. Rams coming out of the NFC. Okay. I have the that's Packers officially. You got the, so. Oh, that's right. We were talking about that. I think, I so think we'll Rams, see. Packers, NFC championship – is going to be – that's pretty realistic, honestly. Yeah, I would say I that is probably one of the most realistic outcomes to be yeah. in the NFC Championship, yeah. especially so if Breeze doesn't get back healthy. I was about to say what happens with the Saints. So let's talk about AFC contenders. Let's talk about the Chiefs. Chiefs 35-31 yeah. over the Raiders. They moved to 9-1. and one. Raiders dropped to 6-4. and four. I feel like they're better than that, honestly. But, like – Yeah, no, the Raiders definitely better than 6-4. and Never four. a doubt in my mind that the Chiefs were winning this game. I, yeah, I no. bet them at halftime when they were down three. It was literally free money. Like, it, it's just the Chiefs will win a game if they're down at halftime. That's what they do. Yeah. So, first things first, um, for all of you that are listening, I really hope you guys are enjoying your free money. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then that's your yeah. loss. Because last week, my only note for this game when I said we were looking forward to it yeah. was take the over and yeah. enjoy your free money. Blind over. It's just a blind so, over. If you tailed, congrats. If not yep. – Better luck next time. Exactly. Um, I have another one of those picks in this week, what we're looking forward to in week 12. So hopefully okay. everybody I tails. do too. Is it another Raiders game? Um, I'm not entirely sure. I just wrote it down oh. while I was on the plane this okay. morning. Okay, all right. We'll get to that later. Um, so go ahead. Yeah, just to clarify, the over-under was 56 and a half, and yep. it was 66 total points. Mm-hmm. Easy cover. Never really yeah. in doubt. Ridiculously um, easy. Yeah. Mahomes was Mahomes. 34 for 45, 348, two. Had a pick. Funny, his two picks this year have all come against the Raiders. So that's kind both of against the Raiders. One yeah, against kind of Jeff Keith, and um, yep. I don't remember oh, who I had it. Remember on who got Sunday it in this night? Game. But yeah, both against yeah. the Raiders. Year, we got to talk about Derek Carr's audibles because that's the story of the okay, game for me. So, like, we're seeing Derek Carr physically out on the field. Yeah, but like, it's Doesn't it's literally like just John Gruden. Yeah, you know what? I really think it's similar to Goff and McVay. Like, it is yeah. Goff taking the snap, but, like, the whole time, you know McVay's in his ear, like, throw it to Woods, throw it to Cup. Don't fucking look yeah. at anything else. You're bad. <laughs> Dude, I, I just think it's interesting to see how, like, not every snap, but, like, every game, Derek Carr, who is this veteran quarterback, yep, just shows how, like, how much he's being reshaped by John mm-hmm. Gruden. And he really normally, is awesome. Normally, a veteran quarterback wouldn't buy into that type exactly. of bullshit late into his yep. career, but Derek mm-hmm. Carr is completely bought in. And yeah. I think the Raiders' offense looks unbelievable with so him. like what was what was the one knock on Derek Carr like his whole career he doesn't take any risks he doesn't throw the ball downfield right excuse me but now they got guys like Henry Ruggs and Nelson Aguilar who Aguilar. Nelson Aguilar let's yeah. talk about Nelson Aguilar for a second it's I think he might star. be the second most confusing player in the NFL behind Nick Foles because so, his stat his stat line was pretty good right yeah, like six I mean, for 88 and a touchdown but he had like three drops <laughs> so I think Philly might have been the problem Maybe, maybe. I mean, Philly's everything is the problem. Carson Wentz is the worst starting quarterback in the league, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll get to that later. I, we'll get into He's it. fucking terrible. He's so bad at playing quarterback. I can't quarterback. wait to talk about the Eagles game. I'm just I'm saying that now. That was one of the what worst game. games I think I've ever watched in my entire life. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 14 for 69, nice, and two touchdowns. Looks pretty good on the ground. And Le'Veon even got in the end zone first time yeah. this season. Also had seven carries for 25 yards. So the Chiefs' yeah. ground attack was a lot better than it has been Scary like, to see the Chiefs with a running game, season. isn't it? Yeah. It's scary to see the Chiefs with a running okay. game. Listen to this hot take. Ready? Tell me. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire would not be playing professional football 
um, if he didn't play with Joe Burrow at LSU last year. Joe Burrow is the only reason really? Clyde edwards Hilaire got drafted. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Because I like that, did honestly. you did you hear anything about him? His his previous years in college? No, I mean, not really. He was always one of those guys player. that was like, eh, he's cool, but like this last. But then year. when Joe Burrow comes in from Ohio State and catapults yeah. his offense, right? Now, and now everything is about Clyde and how yep. he's so dynamic in the running exactly. game. Exactly. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and you know what's interesting to me is LSU last LSU basically sold its soul to the devil for a national championship because this week yeah. they upset Arkansas. Can you imagine hearing last year LSU upsets Arkansas? Are you out of your fucking mind? What, what are you yeah. fucking on? Wolf of Wall Street reference right there. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs, Chiefs receivers, Tyreek, 11 for 102 and a touchdown. Yeah. And like, I don't know if people understand yet. I really hope they do that. Tyreek is not just a fast guy. Like no, he's no, a he's good a good fucking receiver. He's a huge red zone threat too. Yeah, I think he's he all lead, the does side. he lead the league among wide receivers? I, think I said that last week. Did year? he? I think he's like he has like eleven. I think something crazy. And, and he scored again this week as well he as did. Kelsey, who had yep. eight for one twenty-seven and a touchdown. And, and that okay. touchdown, by the way, Jesus what Christ, were the Raiders doing? <laughs> so okay, were you you watched that whole game? I think right. Yeah, we, were, of course. we were texting about it. So Mahomes was a fucking genius on that play because he saw the safety was tailing Kelsey. So he rolled out to a specific point where the safety bit, and right when he bit, he just threw it to Kelsey, and the dude was like 20 yards over. Yeah, it did. So Mahomes just, is just it, making shit happen. Mahomes literally made the Raiders look like they were playing cover zero when they had every safeties back. Yeah, <laughs> and then so we were just talking about Travis Kelsey. Let's talk about other tight ends. Darren Waller is yeah, fucking dude. awesome, dude. Darren Waller's a tank. Um, Seven for I'm 88 sure and a touchdown. We'll see him pretty high on both of our tight end lists. I think we're both going to have him in the same spot. We won't say it yet, but like, I'm pretty sure we'll have it at the same. Yeah, um, I think we will as well. Derek Carr's audibles are something I really want to talk about. So this dude yeah. goes up the line and goes, purple walrus, purple walrus. And I'm just sitting there like, what do you want, acid? And I think the best, <laughs> best audible of the night, without a doubt in my mind, is Derek Carr going, James Harden, James Harden. Yeah, and he dude. doesn't pass. And then like, he that is pass comedy it. by Derek Carr. That is comedy on the football field. I appreciate that, eyeliner boy. Good shit. <laughs> Derek Carr looked fucking good, though. He actually did looked you, good except for the last pick. Did you hear how many audibles were just named after basketball players? Too? So many. Like, why is That's that That's so funny to me. Yeah, it really I is. Think John Gruden really just loves to have fun out yeah. there. Spider 2Y banana. Shout out to anyone that watched that season of Hard Knocks. So uh, I also um, oh god god yeah. Speaking of Gruden, uh, coming into this game, he he was very down this week. He was saying yeah. that you know we're the only team that's beaten them, them being the Chiefs, and for the Chiefs to be coming off a bye and for the Raiders to be having minimal practice because of the COVID protocols. Yeah, he basically knew going into the game that they were going to get. Beat, oh yeah, I mean, obviously I, I it was a much closer game than anybody anticipated. I can't remember the exact stat. It's something insane, but like Andy Reid off a of bye just doesn't lose. It, I think it was nineteen and three. Was something the crazy like that, right? Yeah, yeah. it's insane. Uh, Josh Jacobs, another great game. Seventeen for fifty-five and a touchdown. Got the job done. Did what he needed yeah. to do. Booker was silent though. Very silent. Uh, Derek Carr's stat line. Got yeah. it. No, I was just going to say Booker oh, was 5 for 16. And then yep. Carr's stat line was 23 of 31 for 275 and three touchdowns. And that did have the like 10 seconds left in the game, though. He never had a shot. Yeah. I don't know really the count. It. It's, it's in the stats, but whatever. The Chiefs were literally just going after Damon Arnett this entire game. And I don't understand. Like, the Raiders were like, hey, you know this, like, rookie cornerback? Let's put him on fucking Travis Kelsey. 
Like, what? What is that logic there? Yeah, that I don't was, get it. That was just stupid. Uh, Mahomes' only two picks this year has been against the Raiders, which I thought we talked about that earlier. Uh, yeah. Is any team going to stop the Chiefs? No. Realistically. No. I, I didn't even need more than a second to answer that question. Do you think no. the Steelers even give them, like, a competitive game? Yeah, I think the Steelers take an early lead. Uh, do you want Do you want to move to the Steelers now, or you got anything else for this game? Um, I just have one more thing from this game. Tell me. So my last note is a just a Chris Collinsworth appreciation post. He's so cool, dude. I fucking I love think, Chris Collinsworth. Okay, just hear me out. Yeah. Chris Collinsworth is not only the best football announcer, uh-huh. but like potentially the best announcer for any sport like in the world. Okay, I'm a little biased towards Michael K, but I get that. I'm cool so, with that. Okay, that's fair. I love yeah, Michael right. K as well. But like Don't. Chris Collinsworth just makes the game more interesting to watch as a viewer, which is super rare for announcers. So- like my thing with Chris Collinsworth is, like, he sees such small shit every play, and I don't – like, is he, does he have 11 eyes? Seriously. Like, where – how is he looking at every fucking thing on the field? I don't I get honestly it. don't know. He's, he's like really a rest. talented announcer. Yeah, it's really, like, props to Chris Collinsworth. He's awesome. Like, he's a really great, great announcer. Like, just getting back to that, usually commentators, like, take away from the game. Like, yep. not to name names, mm-hmm. but Booker McFarland. yeah. Jeff Van Gundy. What they want to do basketball. here on fourth and twelve is spike the ball. What? Yeah. Dude. Do you what? remember when when Booger was like, okay, on third and twelve they run a draw so they can mm-hmm. spike so they it can next spike play. Spike it on fourth. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That spike is... it on fourth down. Good call, Booger. Oh, yeah. Good Booger. shit. Uh, yeah. yeah um, that's all you got for this game. Just like a specific from Chris Collinsworth, I'll run through it real quick. Tell me. Yeah. I've been on me. this subject for a while, but. He was talking basically about how the Raiders didn't have a week of practice, and that actually yeah. might have been beneficial at this point in the season especially with Zoom nowadays where you can mic up the coaches and all the players can hear what's going on because they get to give their bodies a week off. Uh-huh. I just thought that was a really interesting point because he just looks yeah. at it from a completely different angle and I mean, that brings kinda, something new to the table. That kind of goes back to like the rest versus rust debate, right? Like coming off a bye, is that like, is that bad or is it good? Because like you didn't, you didn't get the last game in, but your body is still rested. That's kind of the old debate that football guys yeah. have. Uh, you want to move to Pittsburgh-Jacksonville? Yep. Love so Steelers moved to 10 and 0. They beat the Jacksonville Jaguars 27 to 3. This was never a game, like really yeah. at any point. Uh, why is Big Ben not an MVP candidate? Because I think he yeah. might be second. So if you like gave me the take before this week about Big mm-hmm. Ben being in the MVP conversation, I probably yeah. would have dismissed it immediately. But right. now that the Steelers are mm-hmm. 10 and 0. 10 and 0. Only eight teams in the past quarter century have do that. Have done that. I'm yeah. Sorry. Terrible. I mean, and and if we're going to go 16-0 and check on the Steelers, Bills, Colts, maybe yeah. the only two teams that have a chance, right? Ravens next week. And, like, I want to say they had, they were going to give them a good fight, but the Ravens fucking suck, kind of. Yeah, the Ravens. The, Ravens are are, the Browns have a better record than the Ravens. Yeah. Really think um, about that. <laughs> I, I, yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah, it makes me want to throw up. So Big Ben's season stats so far, because I wanted to bring this up. 67% yeah. completion. Great. That's great. 22 touchdowns, great. Okay. Four picks, great. Oh, yeah, and his team is 10-0. Yeah, so like, what more do I, you think, want? I think the only way Ben is, like, considerably actually in the conversation to go 16 is if they go 16-0. Yeah, if, he lo- if they lose one game, not happening. Because his numbers are just not really comparable to Mahomes's. No, nah, Mahomes is Mahomes. are 9-1. and one. Yeah, so. they're one game worse, and Mahomes is clearly having a better year. Uh, yeah. Speaking of guys having a great year, Deontay Johnson looked awesome. I had him on my fantasy team, 12 for 111 Dude. through the air. And Claypool had a good game. 
Doesn't he have like 10 touchdowns this year or something, something so crazy he, like I that? I think it was a crazy stat. He has like 10 touchdowns in the first 10 games, and there are only other like a couple other rookies that have done that. Chase Claypool was awesome in Notre Dame. I don't know how he fell to the Steelers. The Steelers, as we said, I think like three or four shows ago, like the Steelers always find receivers not in the first round. Antonio Brown, Deontay Johnson, yeah. Chase Claypool, James Washington. Like they always find them somehow. It's insane. So, uh, go ahead. My issue with the Steelers receivers is that I don't have Deontay. I don't have mm. Claypool. Mm. And you keep going down the list of like who has receptions, who has yards, and then yeah. you get all the way to the bottom and you're like, oh. There's Juju. Yeah, right. Four receptions for 19 yards and didn't have a touchdown. But wait, and yeah, he completed five TikTok dances. So wow, pretty good stat, stat of the day right the there. Kids. Stat of the day from Juju. Um, little <laughs> yeah. Juju moment. He got hurt stepping on a ref's flag. So okay, Juju. Uh, Claypool got in the end zone again. Tenth on the year. James Conner actually looked pretty good again. He was struggling recently. Thirteen so, for 89 on the ground. Right. Look good. Look like, better fantasy that's still yeah. a bus day for Connor. oh yeah absolutely but he looked I, like in real life decent though like why why is he getting so few carries when ben is throwing the ball 46 times in a game that they're winning by 24 points i don't know i don't know connor he, I mean, he's looking a little better i love james connor he's a great story if anyone hasn't doesn't know james connor's story please google it it's awesome he's a cancer survivor he's a great person does gives a lot back to the community great guy wish him nothing but the best uh, Minka and Terrell Edmonds both had two picks today, which yeah. was Dude, Steelers' defense is just nasty. Steelers is crazy, nasty. And can you can imagine just... that? Do- oh, yeah, no, wow. go I ahead. Go crazy ahead. Sorry, I just had a crazy thought. Imagine the Dolphins' defense, how good they are this year if they still had Minka. Yeah, Jesus that'd be wild. Christ, that's it. That's so wow. Transitioning from the Steelers' defense to the Jags' offense, um, mm-hmm. can someone please go and put the loots back? <laughs> Dude, you. You dick. My my note for Jake Luton was Jake Luton was definitely on too many loots. Like way <laughs> too many. Dude, he is so bad. Yeah. I mean, granted, Jake it's Luton the Steelers defense and it's like his third start, but he's bad. Dude, 16 of 37. I'm not even going to talk coach. about the other numbers yet. 16 yeah. of 37 is not pathetic. Great. Yeah. That's I don't like, care if you're a rookie. I don't care if you're playing the Steelers. Yeah. Complete at least 40% of your passes. Yeah, I mean, not like, even asking for 50. 40. 16 out of 37. I'm just doing some quick math on my phone here. It's 43% completion. Okay, Jeez. so I was a little off, but still. Yeah, but still terrible. That's bad. And then we you go, know, and then let's look at his next stats, right? How many touchdowns yeah. did he have today, Dill? I didn't have a single one because they and, only uh, scored three points. <laughs> oh, yeah, but he didn't throw any picks or anything, right? Um, actually, I think he threw four. Oh, he threw four picks. Okay, got oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So not great. <laughs> not not great from the loot man. <laughs> Only 151 yards. Yeah, okay. Not great. So, you know who was great, though? James Robinson continues James Robinson. to just be awesome. I knew dude. you were going to say it. 17 for did. 73 on the ground, 21 receiving yards against the best defense in the league when he was really their only weapon this game. DJ Chark led the team in catches and yards with four for 41. Yeah, that's not which good. Is terrible. Uh, yeah. So, do you think the Steelers end up going 16-0? Um, like, I want to say they do, but I think that Bills game and that Colts game is going to be really, so really interesting. I think they get past the Bills and the Colts, mm-hmm. and they lose to the Browns in Week 17. Really? How do, how do you think of that as a storyline for Baker? Fuck, dude, because you know what's going to happen is then Baker's going to go be hot shit in the wild card game and then throw for like 100 yards and three picks. It's going to be so funny. I can't wait yeah. for it. 
that's gonna be content. I can't yeah, right. It's gonna be hilarious. Uh, so, is there any debate that the top two teams in the AFC are Chiefs, Steelers, and then Bills third? Would you agree with me there? I would agree completely with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else for this game? Uh, yeah. I, just my last thing, still on the mm-hmm. Jags offense. Like yep. every time there was even remote potential for a drive starting late in the game. Yeah. You guessed it. <laughs> picked by Luton. Yeah, the big every boy. Every time, dude. He he just couldn't keep any drives going. It's not that he yeah. couldn't start them. He just couldn't keep them going. Which do you is think that like do you think Jake Luton like knows he plays for the Jaguars and not the Steelers? Because he was literally just throwing at the Steelers guys the whole game. I don't know. He completed, might just be like blind. He completed one fourth of the amount of passes to his receivers to the Pittsburgh defense. Jeez, that's a ridiculous ratio. So oh so God. four to one from his yeah. from his team to the other team and twenty uh-huh. percent total of his right. completions were to the other team. So let's talk about one of my favorite quarterbacks now, moving on to the next game. The Panthers shut out the Lions, moved to four and seven, but they're better yeah, than four yeah. and seven. We talk about that. Philly or nothing Panthers. Philip Walker. Let's talk about <laughs> Philip Walker. PJ Philip Walker gets the start. He did have two picks in the end zone. They were both bad. Like, no excuse. That was yeah, terrible. No, but terrible otherwise, leads. he looked great. He looked good. 24 I'm, for 34, 258 and a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, and as you just mentioned, the two picks. Just and the two picks. Yeah, but he honestly looked, he looked pretty good. For an XFL guy, his, pretty good. This was his first start in the NFL, right? First start in the if NFL. I, if I am not yep. mistaken. I know yep, he replaced definitely. Bridgewater at one point, yeah. but this is his first start. This was his first start, yep. Um, yeah, looked Panthers rushing was yeah. not bad, not great. Mike I'm Davis. Just putting a pretty good shift all around mm-hmm. now on the ground. 19 for 64 and a touchdown. And he also had the two receptions for 15, which was yep. eh, average. Eh. Yeah. DJ Moore had a really nice day, though. DJ he Moore had, has been really good ever since I said DJ Moore on this podcast. Yeah. Think he's that's listening. Facts. DJ, think he if you're listening, listening, come on the podcast. We'd love to yeah. have you on. That'd be sick. Seven for 127. Another yeah. great week for him. Um, yeah. And our other Panthers, Panthers offense guy. offense is kind of crazy. Yep. Our other Panthers guy, Curtis Samuel. Eight for 70 and a touchdown. Wow. The another Panthers, touchdown the Panthers, for Curtis Samuel. Yeah, the Panthers just have, like, unlimited offensive weapons. Seriously. Samuel, Anderson, McCaffrey when he's healthy, DJ Moore, like. And Mike Davis. <laughs> yeah, and Mike Davis. I would love to see them draft a tight end. Maybe Brevin or Kyle Pitts or yeah, that, Pat Frymouth out of Penn exactly State. exactly what they need. They got to move on from Ian Thomas, dude. Yeah, shout out to Penn dude, State for being 5-0 and on opposite day. Looking really good this year. Uh, I have like exactly. I have nothing to say about the Lions. I can't even defend Stafford this week. Yeah, dude, this was the worst game of football he's yeah. ever played. And 178 yards, no picks, no touchdowns, though. Do you think this is because DeAndre Swift was out? Like, is it really that big of a difference? I was literally about to say that. I, I think last week, DeAndre Swift gets his first start, has yeah, good, a man. ton of yards, and the Lions look really energetic. And then yeah. this week he's out, and they're just lethargic. Kind of crazy that we're saying that about a guy who's only started one game at running back in his entire career. Yeah, but, but like, like he makes that much they just got shut out by the Panthers. Yeah, and the Panthers, by the way, do not have an elite defense, like in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I don't know, man. What even are the Lions? I feel like every year they're like on the verge of being just absolute asshole, but they're like somewhat okay. Yeah, they're just, I just continually think that mediocrity. Every win are. that the Lions have had since mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford has taken over has been a come-from-behind win because that's Dude, all anybody like, ever talks about when they talk Matt Stafford. Doesn't he have, like, 25 come-from-behind wins or some, something crazy? I couldn't find the exact number. It's a crazy absurd. number. 
Yeah, uh, I, I really don't even have much more from this game just because the Lions did nothing. There's no notes, yeah. really. I mean, and I think that's the point because Swift yeah. was out. So Adrian Peterson led the backfield with seven carries for 18 yards. I actually wanted to get your opinion on this. Like, why is Adrian Peterson getting the ball and not carry on Johnson? Like, get the young guy some reps, right? Carry on only had six carries for 17 yards. So it's yeah. not like a very impressive game from him. The only Lions player that I would say played well was TJ mm-hmm. Hawkinson. Hawkinson continues to be a really good tight end. I actually yeah, have him pretty high up in my list. Four for 68. I have him relatively high up in my mm-hmm. list. Somewhere towards the middle, I got to believe. I think I – yeah, something around there. Uh, you um, want to move to the next yeah. one? I'm done with this game. I don't have any – So the Patriots lost to the Texans. Yeah. That was, what? I saw that what? coming, actually. I had the Texans. Really? This is actually – I think this was the only game that I got wrong in my money line picks. So let me, let me just break this down for you. I think mm-hmm. this game had probably been circled on Deshaun's calendar since early oh, yeah. October. Oh, like yeah. After I agree starting O-and-whatever, that, that mm-hmm. it doesn't fucking matter. Okay. <laughs> he realized that, like, this was the one game that the exactly. Texans were going to have a chance to win this year. The he kind of just showed the fuck up, and he Dude. lit the Pats up in the first half. Did you see him run over Devin McCourty to get that rushing yeah. touchdown? He fucking yeah. barreled him over. It wasn't only I, McCourty. It was, there was another shit. defender oh, there, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, it was so funny seeing him fucking flex after he did that shit. I, Deshaun Watson's one of my favorite players in the league. He was awesome at Clemson. I'll never forget watching that national championship game when he threw that touchdown to Hunter Renfro. Yeah, he's, he's a terrible so actor, fun. though. I will Terrible say, that. Actor, dude. have what you seen that? his AWS? Yeah, AWS one, yeah, yeah. Catch probability thirty three percent. Get a good look at his shoe, size fifteen. Like, thanks, Sean. <laughs> I give a shit. Uh, but you know what? I do give a shit. Is twenty eight for thirty seven, three hundred forty four yards, two touchdowns, thirty six rushing yards, and a touchdown on the ground. Wow, yeah. I mean, he did it all. Yeah, and Gilmore was back this game. Think about that. And that's like probably the only bright spot that Patriots have. Him and JC Jackson in the secondary. But, yeah, Cam so, actually had to throw the ball. Duke Johnson, I mean, just let me stay with the oh, Texans for a second here. Another mm-hmm. quiet day from who's turning out to be a waiver bust after yeah. David Johnson Which went down. Sucks. He had for 10 Miami carries, guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. 10 for 15 yards, and three receptions for 20 yards and didn't find nice. the end zone. Yeah, so, not great. really shitty production out of Duke Johnson. Would yeah. not recommend starting him anywhere in your lineup for the next couple of weeks, especially <laughs> I agree. Even if David Johnson's still out. Yep. Um, I mean, he's just – he's just – I don't know, man. Like, I love Duke, Duke Johnson. He's a Miami guy. Like, I, I want him to succeed so bad, but he just hasn't looked good. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. receiving touchdowns for both Randall Cobb and Kiki QT. Um, yep. Helped the Texans pick up the dub in the end. Um, yeah. But, yeah, very surprisingly from this game, and now we can move into the Pats, is that yes. Cam so, had, like, a really nice game throwing the ball, even oh though the stats are padded <laughs> a little bit. But Yeah, I mean, 26 for 40, 365 and 1 sounds fucking sick. Yeah, but, but like, 52-yard completion, that meant nothing to Ryan Izzo at the end of the game. So And, I mean, hey, Cam Newton yeah. finally threw a touchdown to a wide receiver this year. First of yeah, the year. Dude, your bird huge. went fucking off. Daenerys! Daenerys! Yeah, <laughs> Good thing, good thing I started Jacoby Myers and not Demir Bird. Demir Bird, six for 132 and a touchdown. Looked good. Yeah, he was crazy. Um, Damian Harris continues to be, like, pretty good. 43 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Do you think the Patriots actually have a running back now and not five? So, I was actually pretty high on Sony Michelle, and I really have no idea why Belichick still has him on the COVID reserve slash IR. 
I don't know. Um, but Harris has been playing really well. So yeah, I'm not going to say shocker. that he's been, you know, worse than Sony would have been because I don't know. Right. But exactly. I think last year, Sony Michelle was definitely a good, viable one back. In yeah. that and going back to Chris Collinsworth, how we love him, he said, just pick Bama's first, second, and third string running back yeah. every year. This is why. This is literally yeah. why. Damien Harris out of Alabama yeah. gets the job done. So, <laughs> what, in your opinion, like, what or who is the answer in New England? Like, what do you do as an organization from here? Like, just uh, in, start, in what like, sense? Like, as a quarterback? I, I would like, say that's the first thing you have for? to address, right? Like, you can't, yeah. you can't go with Cam again. So, I, I know you've been really high on this guy, and he's leading them to unprecedented AP ranks. Um, Zach Wilson out of, B- out of BYU. BYU. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that is one of the only options for the Patriots to yeah. pursue in the draft. And like, record-wise, yeah. they'll probably be in the mix where they're a little too high – Bef- like they'll have a pick after mm-hmm. he's going to go. But I think if they trade up to get Wilson, that'll be a great move to set him up for the future. Could also take Kyle Trask out of Florida, who's becoming an MVP candidate, even though fuck Florida, but like he, he looks Heisman great. candidate. Yeah. He's actually looking pretty good. Uh, anything yeah. else for this game? This game kind of was like, wow, it just kind of sucked because besides the Sean Watson. Um, I was just going to say James White as well had a pretty good day. Six receptions yeah. for 64 yards. Yep. Um Dude, he, him in the screen game is just so overpowered because he kind of just hides behind the offensive lineman until it's time you know to break out. Like, that's all the Patriots do. And teams are like, hey, you know that one play that the Patriots run? No, we're not going to fucking cover that. Like, that's, we're not, <laughs> yeah. not going to do that. Especially when you see James White on the field. Why are you not you thinking screen No, they're going to throw him a screen. Immediately. That's all they do. Just, just cover him. That's all literally. they do. It literally is. Jeez, it makes no sense to me. And it still works, but it's the Patriots, so it always works. Are you ready to move on into the next? Yeah. Game? Uh, so this was like basically just the biggest pretender game of all time, I would say. Just yeah. two teams that are like really, really just not as good as they seem. You know what this game was? Tell me. This was like the toilet bowl of seemingly good to average teams. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they seem good on paper. Mm-hmm. On paper. But yep. they're both shit. So let's uh, so final score. Uh, the Titans beat the Ravens thirty to twenty four in overtime. Derrick Henry with the game winning like thirty yard touchdown run where he was just yeah, like, dude. "Oh wait, dude, I'm Derrick Henry. I'm just fucking bigger and stronger and faster than everyone. Let me just run." So did you see the the heat map of that final run? Yep, it was yeah. He, what did they he spelled out an L. Yeah, take the L. and gave the Ravens the L. He also gave me the L in fantasy thanks to that run. Uh, if that game didn't go to overtime, Derrick Henry would have finished with a flat 100-yard rushing day, right? Yeah. But no, it goes nah. to OT, and he yeah. finishes with 133 and a fucking touchdown, and yeah. I'm sat there with my dick in my hand <laughs> taking the fucking L. I don't yeah, know. So such bullshit. Yeah, and other so strong. Let's talk about other strong people. A.J. Brown, dude. He yeah, dude. took Patrick Queen into the end zone. Do you think the Ravens was- practice tackling? No, the Ravens can't tackle. The Ravens, like, like, I don't get it, man. What the fuck is the Ravens' problem? Like, I don't, I just don't get it. And it, it wasn't even on the touchdown play where he broke, like, four tackles. Like, do you remember two plays before that on the yep. same drive mm-hmm. where he caught that little two-yard slant route and took yeah. it for 25 yards just because nobody wanted to take him down? And early in the game, A.J. Brown had, like, one or two drops. I And I remember typing down, oh, like, did A.J. Brown catch a fucking ball? Had, and then he did that, and I was like, delete. <laughs> he had a lot of drops. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, 
Yeah, not, not great. great. I mean, <laughs> and there were just a ton great. of drops in the game in general. Um, Very true. I actually think A.J. Brown got outperformed by Corey Davis, even though A.J. Brown found the end zone. That's true. Corey he had like Davis, five for 110 or something? Five for 113. Uh, 113. Didn't have a touchdown, but still mm-hmm. giving great production for Tannehill all day. Yep. And John o. Smith continues to just get a touchdown every game. He yeah, another touchdown to it. his season total. Um, yeah, I saw Four a for post 20. today nice. on Instagram, actually. It was talking mm-hmm. about tight ends that have gotten into the end zone the most this season. Okay. John I Smith, Johnny, actually. Chelsea. I mean, I believe there are a couple tight ends tied for first. Mm-hmm. Uh, but John o. Smith, let me just pull it up here for you. Yeah, of course. It's got to be actually like Johnny, tied Kelsey. with Kelsey for first yeah, with six right. touchdowns this season. So. Really? That's interesting. Definitely oh, something shit, to, to consider in the tight end rankings. Um, so, are are either of these teams actually good? No, I don't okay. think so. Yeah. So, but like, I don't even know if I can call the Ravens pretenders because they're not even pretending to be good at this point. So, what happens is that for both of these teams, it starts with the quarterback, and yep. neither of them really have a good quarterback. quarterback. Yeah. Like Le- Lamar, great season last season. But he's yeah, definitely showing that, that he should be more of a running back this year. Yeah, I don't like so. If you're the Ravens, like obviously you can't give up on Lamar just from a like a business perspective. No, definitely not. You can't but, do that, obviously. But like, what's the answer if you're the Ravens here? Like, I what think do you, you rescheme? I think you got to get a receiver in the draft. I think you take a receiver and you incorporate more crossing routes into this playbook instead okay. of these down the seam routes that he throws all the times that he overthrows or underthrows. Yep. So, uh, um, I will say though, uh, Mark Andrews had been quiet as of late, but he actually yeah. did pretty good today. Five for, for 96 in a touchdown. Three fantasy weeks. He failed to crack 10. Um, yep. But yeah, he went off. And, and shout out Des Bryant, four catches. Yeah, I, Des Bryant was Des. great to see him back on the field. Yeah. Um, First catch since like 2017, I, I, I think. I had Des on my bench in fantasy last year for the entire season. Just in he case. Finally got picked up by the Saints. Yeah. First day back in practice, and he tears mm-hmm. his ACL or his Achilles. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, something, yeah, something it was really bad. good to see Des back on the field playing football. Yeah. Uh, also, just a quick question for you while we're talking about torn ACLs. Do ACLs actually do anything good? Like, have you know. ever heard a like, good thing about an ACL? Like, the only thing we... I've ever heard about an ACL... The only reason I know what the fucking ACL is is because they tear all the time. Yeah, they're so fucking weird. Someone's got, yeah, dude, <laughs> someone's got to figure their shit out. God, ACLs are such snowflakes. Human evolution needs to take care of that in the next batch yeah. of humans. Yeah, so let's do... I'm going to do a quick quarterback comparison from this game. Yeah. Tannehill, 22 for 31, 259, two and a pick. Yep. Eh. Lamar, 17 for 29, 186, a touchdown and a pick. Also had 13 for 51 on the ground. So I'll give you my official stances on both of these quarterbacks because yeah, I actually me. put a good amount of thought into this. Uh-huh. Lamar Jackson needs to put up, put on 20 pounds and become a running back, and I'm dead serious about that. Okay. okay. I think he would be one of the greatest running backs of all time just given how shifty he is. Yeah. Um, and then with Tannehill, I think he's worse than Derek Carr. Right. But better than Danny Dimes. He's somewhere okay. in that, like, Darnold-level okay. gray area, like, where you don't really know how good he is, but you don't right. really think he's bad, necessarily. Okay. I like that. I like that. Uh, anything else from this game you got? Uh, Ravens are just, like, bad in general with back-to-back yeah. losses. For their... Is this the first time this season that they've had back-to-back losses? 
Gotta think so, right? I, um, I think it they're is. They're now six and four. Um, yeah. And the end of their season is going to be a grind to get into the playoffs because, as we mentioned, they have Pittsburgh next week. So probably yeah. looking at six and five. On Thanksgiving night, I believe, right? So primetime yeah. Lamar. Let's that game's going to be crazy. Yeah, I cannot I can't wait, wait for that to game. take the Steelers. Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to take the Steelers. <laughs> That's so fun. God. Yeah, right? Uh, imagine, so, but, imagine betting the Ravens last time they played as well. That was the dumbest geez. shit you could have done. Yeah, dude, I don't understand. So let's talk about more shitty quarterbacks in the next game. Well, I, I, do you mind if we stick with this game for a second? Oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me, tell me. We haven't even had a chance to mention J.K. Dobbins yet, and I figure he deserves a little mentioning. 15 so, carries for 70 yards and a touchdown and yeah. two receptions for 15 yards. But He's explosive. It, but if you were on Twitter today, you saw that J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram both have COVID. Oh, really? So, oh, so just all like aboard me. the Gus bus, I guess. <laughs> so let's see what happens. Gus Edwards is going to have to step up against, oh, who? Oh, the best defense in the NFL. Got it. Okay, cool. So Ooh, that should go well for we. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, me. I'm Mr. Puppy Bottle. Uh, shout out to Rick and Morty if anyone gets that. that by the end yeah. of this semester. By the end of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, anything else from this game you want to talk about? I'm ready to move on. Yeah, so uh, Browns are now 7-3. and three. They have a better record than the Ravens. Uh, the Browns beat the Eagles 22-17. to 17. I don't even know how there were 39 points scored in this game. I thought it was like 8, maybe. Because yeah. I think Carson Wentz might actually be one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever seen in my entire life. So what's more surprising to you? The fact that the Browns are 7-3 and three or the Eagles yeah. are actually still top of the division? <laughs> I got to say the Browns just because, like, the NFC East is so fucking – you know, it's like so NFC East, the Eagles lead with three and six, and then I think the other th- three teams are all well, three and three, seven. Three, six, right? and one. Three, six, and one, right? Not forget about tie. their tie with the Bengals. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Dude, before we talk about anything else, we <laughs> yeah. have to oh, talk God. about Burrow. Prayers. Dude. Prayers to fuck Joe. Fuck that shit, dude. Fuck that shit. Dude, I love this Joe season- Burrow. This season has been so bad with injuries, like season-ending injuries. Not ACLs. Just, Holy yeah. shit, dude. Saquon, Nick Bosa, now Burrow. Like, everyone is I mean, it was McCaffrey. He didn't have a season-ending injury. He was yeah. out for a while. O.J. Howard, season-ending injury. George yep. Kittle. Yep. Kenny Galladay has been out for the majority of the year. It's just Joe been crazy Mixon. with injuries. It's crazy that we're just naming people on my fantasy team. That's always yeah. fucking Miles crazy. Sanders. We could just name people on my fantasy team. <laughs> right? This yeah. is crazy. <laughs> so how the shit are the Browns 7-3? and three? Yeah, I don't what? know. And, what? And you know what surprises me the most about the Browns is like, yeah. Jarvis still sucks with Odell yeah. out. He had two, two receptions for 23 yards. Dude, I really just that. I re- yeah, I really thought that Stefanski coming in would run a great offense like he did with Thielen and Diggs in Minnesota, but like it's just not fucking working. And I don't know if that's because Baker is bad, but then again, Kirk is fucking bad. Kirk Cousins is bad. Baker sucked twelve for twenty two and two oh four. Yeah, well that's not surprising. What? He's fucking Baker, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, so let's talk about the other quarterback. Yeah, uh, okay. I just before we, we talk about the Eagles, like Yeah. We literally just every week shit on Carson Wentz. Yeah. Can we talk so about fun. something new? <laughs> okay. Okay, sure. What do you want to like, talk about? Just as a football team, the uh-huh. Eagles do not generate any production in the first half. Ever. All 17 points that they scored in this game were in the second half. 
Yeah, that's – you know what's crazy? Holy fuck. There were no offensive points in the first half of this game. Yeah, by either it was just the pick six. The pick six. And by the way, Jesus. I picked up and started the Browns' defense this So week, did I. So. so did I. Smart play by Great us. Great maneuver shit. by both of us. So Wentz's final stat line, 21 for 35, 235 yards, two touchdowns, two picks, one was a pick six, a fumble, and he got safety. Yeah, so he's, he's a bust. The I'm officially declaring Carson Wentz a bust. So that was going to be my question. Is Carson Wentz actually a bust, or is he just a result of the Eagles? I don't understand how this man has gone from in the MVP conversation three years ago, two years yeah. ago, whatever it was, to now yeah. actually being the worst quarterback in football. And this is the guy that threw for 4,000 yards last year with, like, Greg Ward as his number one receiver most of the year. Yeah, so like, and now he's know. the guy that has oh, more turnovers than Danny Dimes this season. Yeah. So. People forget that Carson Wentz leads the league in fumbles and, and interceptions, not Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones not. is the best quarterback in the division. Fact. And speaking uh, of fumbles, Miles yeah. fucking Sanders can't hold the goddamn football. Which is weird because Penn State, like if you know, if you follow college football, you know Penn State running backs like are fucking awesome. Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders was Saquon's backup at Penn State. They emphasize ball security a lot. Shout out yeah. to Journey Brown, by the way. This dude was a stud at Penn State, but he can no longer play football anymore because of a heart condition. That's got to be the oh one of the most God, devastating. I, saw that I showed you this week. guy. You yeah. did show me that. Yeah, I got. I mean, like, oh, that's yeah, one of the most devastating things so you can sad. say to a person. Like this he, dude was going to be a, so a great, talented player. too. He looked just like Saquon from the videos that you showed me. I mean, yeah, I mean, he had a lot of potential. Didn't go down. Yeah, did everything, Fuck, dude. Fuck that. Fuck yeah. that. Just uh, getting man, back to the fumble. Um, yeah. it, it was a rainy. Like it was pissing raining. So Every that Browns that game is rainy. Have thing. you noticed that? Um, but yeah, still two weeks in a row where Miles Sanders had a fumble, and like five weeks in a row that the Browns have played a game in shitty weather. Have you noticed that? Like every game, it's just pouring sheets. It hasn't. It's not ten weeks now. It's five. And it's got to be like at least twelve. We're what ten games in the year? Oh, so like <laughs> yeah. thirteen. Got it. Okay, cool. Okay, got it. Oh, uh, let's <laughs> talk about the other running back, Nick Chubb. 20 for 114, which looks like kind of good, right? But let's not forget that he was 18 for 48 and then had yep. a 52-yard run. I was literally about to say that. All of and those he didn't get yards a single, came on one carry. You know what pissed me off as a Nick Chubb fantasy owner? He didn't get a single fucking carry at the goal line. It was all Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I mean, I Kareem Hunt that. was fucking stacked up all day. He averaged less yeah. than a yard per carry, Dude, which there was is a point, unheard of for Kareem Hunt. Yeah, There was a point where he had six rushes for negative 13 yards. Yeah, he finished with – He averaged more than negative two a carry. He what? finished with 13 for 11 yards and a touchdown. So he, he vultured the fuck out of Nick Chubb. Yep, love to see that. Feels bad. I James Conner also got vultured, so that feels yeah. bad as well. Yeah, not great. Fuck you, Ben um, Snell. Just going back yeah. to that other game earlier. Couple, um, uh, a couple more picks I have uh, for this game, a couple more points. Uh, Travis Fulgham just has decided to have one catch for eight yards the past two games, like the exact same stat line. Yeah, it's which, not great. Yeah, not great for me. Former giant Olivier Vernon, three sacks, including a safety. Love to see him beating up Carson Wentz. Just bring back a few flashbacks, right? Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, the Browns have a better record than the Ram- the Ravens. So, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Wow. That's the so thing. are they top of the di- – no, no, they're not top. Steelers. Steelers. What, am what am I saying? <laughs> what am I saying? What am I saying? Yeah. yeah what are you but fucking you, high? <laughs> you know what it is right now? You know what time it is now? It's officially that time of the season, my favorite time of the season. Shout out to Pardon My Take because it's Big Cat's favorite part of the season too. In the Hunt graphic. My favorite wow. part of the year is yeah, when they have like the, the Giants graphic. at three and seven for In the Hunt. <laughs> yeah. So as a fan, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah, we're right there. We're right there. And then we always fuck it up. It's so fun. 
Okay, so do you think whoever, because I mean, we just brought up the Giants, so yeah. NFC East is the topic mm-hmm. now. Um, yep. Do you think whoever comes out of the NFC East is just going to win a playoff game regardless? Just because it's home? Like, <laughs> I mean, in a year where anything can happen, maybe the Giants come out of the NFC. No, I'm fucking kidding with That me. would oh be God. so brutal if Dude. the Giants were like made it to the second round of the playoffs, oh just fucked God. your draft pick. Oh, my yeah. God. It's gonna happen. We're gonna. Do you? Who's your legitimate favorite to win the division? I actually think the football team is the favorite to win the division. Really? You would take the football team over the Giants? Yeah, dude. I, I will get into it when we talk. I, do you have football team Bengals next, or do you have Saints Falcons next? I do. I okay. have football team so Bengals next. We'll get into it with the next game. Um, just my last thing from this game is that I, I don't know who is it. Doug Peterson that calls the plays for the Eagles. It is Doug Peterson. Yeah, he needs to get Miles Sanders going more early in games because you yeah. can't start running the ball when they're down 14. I agree. Given the fact that the Eagles can't score in the first half, at mm-hmm. least give Sanders some production in the first half before he can't even have a carry in the second half. Cause game yeah. script fucks him every time. Right. Uh, is it Jalen hurts time in Philadelphia? I, I think it is. Yeah. Like, I, I've been on this since actually like week three. It's been Jalen hurts time. Yeah. You got to give him a <laughs> shot. Right. Cause I he mean, looked good when he played like two snaps the other Two yeah. weeks ago, three weeks ago, whenever it was. He yeah. got the ball out quick. He hit his receivers. He looked better than Carson Wentz has all season. Yeah, not that that's that much of an out, that much, that hard to do, but yeah. we'll see. Okay, fair. But, you want to go yeah. to a football team, Bengals? Yeah, uh, we already said this, but I'm just going to say it again. Fuck, dude. Prayers just up fuck. to Joe Burrow. Um, he tweeted out after players. the game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he tweeted out after the game, um, you know, can't get rid of me that easily. See you next yeah. year. That was the most Joe Burrow shit I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, that was Big Dick Joe in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah. Big um, Dick Joe, dude. Anytime I think of Joe Burrow, I just think of that video with the cigar. Like, can you think of anything else when you think of Joe Burrow? No, no, right? Like, it's <laughs> not just a single awesome. thing. And the yeah. ring. Make sure you don't forget the ring from that yep, video. That's yep, crucial. yep, hundred percent. Uh, Before so, getting injured, he had twenty-two of thirty-four for two hundred three and a touchdown. So not that bad efficient, of a game. Efficient. Um, but let's talk about the guy that replaced him, Ryan Finley. So, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? No, nah, I'm right. kidding. When Ryan Finley came in, he ran the fucking show. Yeah. Straight into the ground. Yeah, dude, <laughs> right into the ground. <laughs> like, did not look good. Three for 10 for 30 yards. And the Giants play the Bengals next week. I may or may not have picked up the Giants defense in all three of my leagues for next week. So, that'll be fun. Wow. That's yeah. really smart. I'm gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, pretty as well. good planning. Yeah, right. <laughs> Look at that. Make like, sure you th- make sure you pick him up before we upload this. More than anything from this game, I just mm-hmm. feel really bad for Bengals fans because like yeah. they finally get their guy, and that's now what they've been saying all year. Watch this fucking asshole Ryan Finley fuck up the offense for the rest of the season. So and I think they should just forfeit the rest of their game. I was about to fucking say that, dude. If you're if you're like the owner of the Bengals, are you just like, hey? White flag, man. Like, we're done. I don't want to yeah. do this. Mixon's like, hurt. Burrow's out for the year. Like, fuck this shit. I'm done. They will not win another game. I haven't looked at their schedule, but they will not don't win another game to. unless they maybe they play, play the Jets. The Jets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They exactly. might play. The- I'm going to look up the Bengals' schedule right now, and we're going to see. While you but- do that, um, the Bengals didn't have a single rusher over 20 yards this week. They had Pirine, Finley, Bernard, Burrow, and Erickson. Pirine had 19. Okay. You have the schedule. Okay. Uh, yep, I got it right here. Yep, so they play the Giants next week. Okay. Then the Dolphins. Yeah, they're going to lose oh, both of those games. Oh, they play the Cowboys. Andy Dalton revenge game. Wow, that's a storyline. So he, uh, if he stays healthy, I personally True. would love to see Garrett Gilbert. But 
Uh, yeah, or maybe uh, Ben Danucci. Uh, That's just talk. me. What do you think the sp- – holy shit. Now, I, I got a question for you. What do you think the spread is going to be on Steelers-Bengals? 21, probably the yeah, same for I, I was going to say like – yeah, I was going to say like 19 maybe. Then they play the Texans, which they'll still lose because Deshaun Watson. And then they end the year against the Ravens. So, yeah, they're not going to win another game. Wow. That's tough for the Bengals. But, but they're going to get another it, good draft pick. Is it a blessing in disguise? Because now they can get Panay Sewell to protect yeah. Joe Burrow. Because, oh, my God. Have you seen the meme of it's like um, Joe Burrow has no protection whatsoever. Bengals, do not protect Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow gets hit. And then it's the surprise Pikachu. And then it's the <laughs> Bengals fans. Like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? This dude takes more hits than, like, anyone besides Deshaun Watson. Yeah, dude. He is... There was a stat the other day is last year, Andy Dalton had to get the ball out out of every quarterback in the NFL. He got it out the quickest by like 0.3 seconds on average, which is a lot of how bad the Bengals line is. The, the one bright spot for the Bengals this game, I'd say was Tyler Boyd, nine for 85. Young receiver out of pit. He's like 24. He's really good. Did you agree he didn't have like a terrible game? He finally found the end zone. He had four for 41 and the touchdown. Um, but, yeah, other than that, the Bengals really didn't generate any offense when Burrow went and, down. And how can you with fucking Ryan Finley? God. Hey, Finley uh, had 19 rushing about... yards. <laughs> yeah. So, he, football team for a minute. He tied for the lead in rushing on this team. Jeez. Oh, my God. Uh, switching over to the football team, let's talk yeah. rushing. Antonio Gibson continues to look pretty good. Great game. 16 for 94 and a touchdown on the ground. Pretty good. I think Gibson has definitely emerged as the one back in this Absolutely. system. Um, and I like and McKissick forward, as a receiving guy. Yeah. I mean, and going forward, I think their running back situation is pretty sorted. They just need mm-hmm. to fill in other pieces around their team. I agree. And uh, shout out to Alex Smith for getting his first win for coming back from injury. In over two years. Yeah. First win in over two years. Which is, is there like one awesome, but also really interesting because this week he only threw for 166 mm-hmm. yards. Didn't he have like 300 which is yards plus less the past than two? half of what he threw for in the past two weeks? Yeah, and they lost both of those games. Yeah, so I don't obviously know. Obviously, yards don't mean wins, and I think another place yep. where we saw that was the Pats game where Cam yeah. is like 365, but they don't exactly. get the job done. So, what do the Bengals do now? Like, is there anything they do besides draft Panay Sewell? Like literally no, anything. That's, that's I think the that only thing you can do. Take Fanai Sewell and don't look back. That's it. Exactly. Uh, anything else from this game? Uh, yeah. Uh, just another average week from Scary Terry. Five for 84. Yep. Um, He's just I think if they, I think the football team need another receiver just to take some attention away from McLaurin. He's their only weapon. He's their only weapon. Exactly. And I, yeah. defense is just cue in on him, and it's hard to mm-hmm. scheme him really because he's going to be probably the focus of every defense going forward. Yeah, and I mean, as crazy as it sounds, like I really don't think that Washington is that far away from being like a decent football team. As yeah, football no, team. I agree with you. I think they they're need in a similar spot to the Dolphins, probably just like one year behind. Okay, I like that. I actually, I think that's a pretty good take. I'd agree with you on that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got from this game. Yeah, I'm ready to move on to the next game as well. So, so I got Saints Falcons next. Yep. Yeah, so Saints moved to 8-2 and two with Taysom Hill starting at quarterback. They beat the Falcons 24-9. Before we talk about this game, I have one thing to say. Yeah. Fuck Hayden Hurst. Fuck Hayden so, Hurst. So is this a tight end issue that you're having? Maybe. <laughs> so um, this game, like, I don't know if the Saints are aware of this or not, 
But yeah. uh, ESPN already released a statement, which pissed Today. me off. Which yeah. really pissed me off. Yeah, because it was <laughs> three is not going to be allowed to start at tight end next week. But oh. he started at tight end this week. Oh, wait, um, you're telling and he me got me four tight ends. He got me 24 fantasy points at the tight end slot. I had him in one of my leagues too. Pretty high. And he Shout didn't have a single reception. It was yep. just 18 of 23 passing for 233. And he had 10 Three carries for 51 and two touchdowns. Yeah. Did have the fumble though when he got lit up. So I have an interesting question for you. Yeah. Who would you rather have at quarterback? Taysom Hill or Lamar Jackson? Um... Well, Taysom Hill is a really small sample size. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if I can justifiably say mm-hmm. Taysom Hill, but if he continues to perform like he did, I don't mind the I no agree. touchdowns, especially because mm-hmm. he didn't throw if a pick. Lamar ground, throws mind. a pick every week. Yep. I actually think Taysom Hill might be – is he the answer for the Saints after Brees? And he's just massive, dude. Like, he could he's take a beating huge. and still get up. Yeah, fucking huge. He's a, he was a monster <laughs> at BYU. He just ran people over. It was awesome. Yeah, dude. What is it with BYU producing quarterbacks? Now they have Zach Wilson. All of a sudden. Yeah. Uh, so, you got to feel bad for Jameis, dude. Yeah, right? BYU, quarterback you. They're also a dry okay. school. Have some fun there. Jameis uh, is fine, dude. He's still eating his dub. Yeah, dude, eating dubs, just looking at his iPad on the sideline, chilling. Yeah, dude. Just thinking about the good old Florida State games. Yeah, how do you get benched for a tight end? What? Yeah, I don't know. Like, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, Slant Boy slanted and dragged his way to nine for 104 because Taysom Hill only throws him the ball, apparently. That's great. Which is smart. Out of Taysom Hill's 233 yards and Mm -hmm. 18 completions. Yeah, half of the completions were to Thomas, and almost Nine. half of the yards were to Michael Thomas. One hundred and four. Yeah. So uh, promising for Thomas owners, not so promising from Kamara was owners. About however, to say, no catches, right? And he only had thirteen carries for forty-five. Did, did have, have a touchdown in the end zone. But, yeah, but he got outperformed by Latavius Murray on the ground and through the air, which is scary. That's terrifying. What? Latavius had 12 carries for 49 yards, so four more yards. Didn't have a touchdown, mm-hmm. um, but he also had two receptions for 36, while Kamara yeah. didn't have any. So. And uh, speaking of just shitty offense, what the fuck was up with the Falcons today? Yeah, not good. I mean, 19 for 37, 232 yards, no touchdowns, and two picks for Matt Ryan. Gurley, yeah. 8 for 26 on the ground. Oh, and Julio got hurt again. Hurt so his hamstring. If, Hopefully he's if fine. Your name, if your name is Matt Ryan – and you're yeah. completing like just around 50% of your passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you look in the mirror after the game and be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Cause he's throwing the ball to Ridley. I know Julio got hurt, but still mm-hmm. Ridley yeah. Julio for some of the game Hurst, yeah. Russell Gage, this guy's mm-hmm. the key. I mean, they have so many options on this. Offense really in the backfield. Yeah. 19 for 37. Yeah. It's pathetic. Matty ice. Yeah. I like, so what do you do if you're the Falcons? Like, do you, I mean, you have Matt Ryan for like three more years on a massive contract, but like, so do you look to Ryan right now as your bridge guy? I actually have a QB next year or do you wait another year and see what happens this year? I actually have a really interesting idea. So uh, I think that they should trade him to like the football team. I think that'd be kind of interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think it'll happen because I think the football team will look at a young guy. Otherwise, why would they have benched Dwayne Haskins? But I think that could be fun. Because well, I'd like I think to see Alex Smith is the form. future of that football team. How old is Alex Smith? I'll Google that right now. He's an old. I mean, he's been in the league a minute, so we can see. Yeah, he's he's thirty six. So okay, so yeah. never mind. 
Yeah, not he maybe he's the past of the team, not not quite the future. But uh, the Saints are they? I mean, you you've had the Saints as contenders for a while. I said I wanted to see what they did with Jameis. They did nothing with Jameis, but they did shit with Taysom Hill, and it worked. So I think yeah. they're contenders. Um, final note for this game was just mm-hmm. with Julio going down. Calvin Ridley had a below average game because he was yeah. the obvious option. Five for ninety, yep. didn't have a touchdown. Yeah. Shout out my man, Young Way, Young Way yeah. Koo. Yeah. Three field cool. goals today. Shout out to Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to move into the next game? Yeah. Do you have right, four I'm gonna, o'clock window next? I believe. I got Chargers Jets next, so I was gonna let you take the lead on this one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this game, man. Yeah. This fucking game. Only the Chargers will make the Jets a one touchdown game. So coming off that like brutal law, I'm just gonna give my Jets monologue. All you coming off the brutal loss to the Pats, like this was the only game that like I saw on the Jets' remaining schedule that I was like, maybe I remember you said they were gonna win. I remember you said maybe they they get a win. win. And it started to be fair, really, really well. Like they look good that first first drive. drive, The defense gets a great stop, and then what do they do? They turn around, they block the punt, they start the drive on the Chargers thirty. Three yep. running plays, four running plays later, it's six nothing, and then yeah. back to being the Jets because Sam Ficken just hit a fucking brick on the yeah. AT. Yeah, and I was like, okay, welcome back down to earth. And back then four unanswered scores later, it was twenty four six at the half, and I was like, yeah. wow. So uh, that's Justin so Herbert. awesome. Yeah, Justin <laughs> Herbert got that haircut, but didn't affect his play. Thirty seven, yeah, forty nine, three sixty six, and three. But keep going. Yeah, so. Okay. Along with Derrick Henry, I'm going to stay with Herbert because you brought it up. Along mm-hmm. with Derrick Henry, uh, I played against Herbert and Keenan in fantasy. Oh. So Herbert, 366 and three touchdowns. Yeah. Keenan, 16 receptions for 145 and a touchdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That fucked me. Yeah. Uh, and then Hunter Henry, the and Mike Williams. The Hunter Henry and yeah. Mike Williams both had four catches and a touchdown. So we said this last week. We both agreed mm-hmm. that Hunter Henry needed to be more involved in the offense. And they got him involved. Um, Justin Herbert, shout out to you for listening to the pod because obviously yeah, shout out there's Herbert. no other Yeah, way come on the podcast, dude. I'd love that. to have you on. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, hopefully he continues to go to Hunter Henry in the coming weeks because that mm-hmm. was proving to be a good option for him, just like yep. consistently getting yards over the middle. Yep. Um, I started Kalen Balage against the Jets because I was like, oh, the Jets kind of suck. Revenge game. <laughs> He only ended up having 16 carries for 44 yards and yeah. seven receptions, but those seven receptions only went for 27 yards. So not that a great sucks, fantasy dude. That's the what? That's the worst. Like when a re- when you have like a receiving back that gets like eight catches, but then he's like 22 yards, and you're like, well, fuck, that didn't do like anything. Yeah. Um, Joe Flacco did not look like an elite quarterback today. No, not at 15 all. 15 for 30, 205, two and a pick. But do you uh, know what the problem is? Yeah, tell me. Joe Flacco is a home run hitter. Yeah, he is. He I don't is. I don't understand. Like, and, and they did it really well as soon as they came out of the half. Because like on yep. the first possession, we went deep mm-hmm. ball to Brashad Perriman and we brought it back to two possession game. But like Exactly. Why don't we take more shots down the fucking field, dude? I said this I last week and I'm gonna say it yep. again this week. We got out coached. It happens every week. Fuck you, Adam Gase. The only reason you're still a part of this team is because we wanna keep losing. That is the only yeah. reason that he still has a job. And uh, speaking of deep shots, Denzel Mims, three for 71. But I think he call, he forced like three PI calls yeah, I, no, he I, had throughout a great that game, game right? 
like we have good offensive weapons. We yeah, just need they're to just be on the Jets utilizing them better with better schemes. Like right. I wouldn't even hire Adam fucking Gase as like an equipment manager, dude. No, get not this at all. guy so far out of the fucking locker room that he's on another planet. I yeah. hate Adam Gase so much, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's. Oh just... my god, I can't even. It's like I'm yeah, your blood right is now, boiling. So yeah. I'm not gonna scream. Not trying to wake, wake the neighbors next to me. But... Yeah. Right. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, only the Chargers would have a one possession game against the Jets. Only yeah. they would. How do they? I. I don't understand how they do this every week. It's like because we forced a late safety. <laughs> yeah, look at that. Look at the Jets. They, but seriously though, like, how do the Chargers always have a one possession game? Like they're physically incapable of not. I don't, I don't know. Get it. Um, but I'm really glad that you moved on to the Chargers because I really just want to forget about the Jets. So yeah, um, about the Chargers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Chargers look a lot better than three and seven. I think fully healthy and another year of development next year they could be interesting. But it doesn't matter because the Chiefs are in their division and the Raiders are in their division, and the Raiders look fucking good. So that division all of a sudden gets really interesting. Don't forget about the Broncos. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, you want to talk about that Broncos game right now? <laughs> yeah. Um, just to recap, so, this game ended 34-28. Jets losing oh, naturally. Me. Yeah. What else is there? Uh, do you think the Jets <laughs> go in 16? Do you think they win yes. the game realistically? Lock. No, they're going on really? 16. We're locking up the draft pick, and Adam Gase is getting fired. So let's say you wake up the night the morning after draft day and you see that you didn't draft trevor lawrence are you switching fan bases no i'm just gonna kill myself <laughs> yeah that's fair I'll, I'll buy you a news for for hanukkah i got you don't worry that is so like, if imagine not drafting trevor i don't even want to yeah. talk about that I, let's move <laughs> on gonna, broncos yeah. dolphins huh yeah broncos, so dolphins. this was the other game that i got wrong on my money line picks yeah, along this was with like the, really the minnesota too for both of us like yeah Tua didn't look good no and and no. we both bought into the Dolphins hype maybe a week I early. jinxed the fuck out of them I jinxed the absolute shit out of them I said they were going yeah. nine and three and they lost the first week I'm sorry Dolphins fans I jinxed the shit out of you it, it's fault. not it's not that like they're not a good football team because yeah. they are but yeah this was just like a tough week for Tua still trying mm-hmm. to like get his bearings like it's only his yep. fourth start and I yeah. he's three and one now three and one three and one so not bad. I mean, he didn't play well, and he got replaced by Fitz, but Fitz didn't yeah. really play well either. So and like, so this is my this is my thing with the Dolphins, right? Like, I don't think that they're a contender now, but I think they're building something, and they're close. I think they're close. I agree. And this Texans pick is huge for them because that's going to be probably like what top seven, top five, maybe I would say. So where on what the Texans do? Where do you have the Dolphins contender or pretender if they still have Minka? Oh, contender, hundred percent. Make a make a change that entire team. He's Minka's that big like of a, a difference maker for oh, you. Oh, make is like a top three free safety in the league to me, and he's so young. Another Bama yeah. guy, just because anyone that goes to Bama is a beast. Shout out Trent Richardson. Um, but Tua did not look good. Eleven for 20, 83 yards and a touchdown. I almost let the I almost live bet the Dolphins to win after Fitzmagic came in because he's Fitzmagic. Thank God you didn't. Good thing I didn't because he threw a pick. But um, yeah, yeah, twelve for eighteen and one seventeen. Yeah, obviously the pick hindered him and didn't have a touchdown. Um, yeah. So QBR wise, I actually think Tua mm-hmm. may have outperformed him. Yeah. But they were QBR moving the ball much better. By the way, much better the when fuck, Fitz came on the field. Came out, whoever came up with QBR, like what yeah. asshole was like, "Hey, this stat's gonna be out of like one fifty eight point three because yeah, like normal yeah, numbers, fuck that shit." 
<laughs> what? You know those things like integers, the ones that, that don't have decimal places? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like normal that. counting numbers. We're going to make this as confusing as possible yeah. for all the people trying to run the numbers and crunch Oh, and if you throw for like 500 yards, eight touchdowns and a pick, you'll have like a 140 because like you threw a pick. But like I, QBR makes no sense to me. It never fucking will make sense to me. I got an interesting stat for you though. Yeah. So guess who leads the league in contested catches? The boy Devonte Parker. I was about to. I mean, just because we were on the topic of this the game, game, right? But if, if you had asked me that at the that's start impressive. of the show, I would have had no idea. Yeah, he Devontae did make Parker a sick is touchdown catch, though. Yeah, he did. Holy he did. shit! Yeah, dude, he looked good. Six for that, sixty-one I mean, and that touchdown. It was back-to-back weeks. I, last week his touchdown got called back. He was so close to getting that. it in, but this week that. he finally got it in. Yeah, sick catch. Yeah. I, like there's yeah. nothing else to say. Just unbelievable talent. Yep. Drew Lock is still not good. He's not good. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he had a great game. I don't know what you're talking about. There's, <laughs> he had a great game. <laughs> yeah, dude, he had, he had a lot of touchdowns on the day. Same as Baker. Nice job. Uh, yeah, same as Fitz. None. Yeah, so, like, I don't really get the Broncos. They don't really make sense to me because, like, what direction are they going in? I don't get it. I don't it. know, but their ground game looked good. That's the only positive I have besides Justin Simmons in this game for the Broncos is Melvin yeah, and Joe Lindsay Simmons both look good. Well. Yeah. I, and you know what? Justin Simmons is, has an expiring contract. So if they don't re-sign him, holy fuck. Would love to see the Jets get him, huh? Yeah. Or actually, the Giants don't really need him, honestly. Jabril. And, oh, we have Xavier McKinney coming back. Dude, you have no how, no idea yeah, how dude, hype that's I am hype, that. dude. I wanted I'm him so in the draft. We've talked about this multiple yeah, times. Many times. I love Xavier McKinney, dude. He's the um, Melvin Gordon ended the day 15 for 84 and two touchdowns. Lindsay yeah. had 16 for 82. Didn't find mm-hmm. the end zone. Um, yeah. And then just like the last – Last thing I had for the Broncos is Tim Patrick. Yeah. Like, I feel like I hear his name a few times a week mm-hmm. on Red Zone. Mm-hmm. And Scott is like, yep. Scott. Oh, the, the rookie. I don't even know if he's a rookie, but I, fi- I, I think, think Scott is. calls him a rookie every, yeah, every he, time. Yeah, he probably – Scott has no idea what he's talking about, but I fucking love Scott. Has and like I, I, have another, I have another really funny Scott thing as well. Oh, the 4 please, God. That's so, all I need in my life right now. Well, when we get to Vikings-Cowboys, we'll, we'll get there. Oh, I'm so um, hyped. Yeah, so Tim Patrick, yeah. five for 119, didn't have a touchdown because um, obviously Gordon had the only two touchdowns for the Broncos. But, yep. yeah, not, not a bad game from Denver. Um, no, not bad at all. Being a good 6-3 and three Miami team. Yeah, so the one thing I have to say is there is no other way to describe Philip Lindsay besides fast as fuck, boy. Fast that's literally, as fuck, boy. Yeah, that's literally all he is. He is just fast as fuck, boy. That's it. Yeah, dude. Philip, uh, the Dolphins, his like hair kind of flows out of the back. So of his funny! Too. It's so funny. Uh, Dolphins are not a contender after this game, in my opinion. Yeah, we'll get to that. Agreed, later. but not you a contender. Um, uh, final score twenty to thirteen. Good just call. to make sure that we said it. Um, yep. Want to move on? Yeah, to... Do you want to go to Packers Colts or Vikings Cowboys next? I'll do. Uh, let's do Vikings Cowboys because I really want to hear that stat now. <laughs> okay, so I mean, it wasn't even a stat, but just oh. first things first. Great uniform game. Oh my God! Yeah, and and this is the Scott Hansen thing. He called the Vikings jerseys their color rush jerseys, and then like two minutes later on Red Zone, he's like, "Yeah, oh, a bunch of you followers on Twitter tweeting at me, call saying that the the jerseys are called the Purple People Eaters." <laughs> I just thought it was Scott. funny to hear Jesus Scott Christ, like Scott. interacting with his fans on Twitter yeah. while he's on the air. Yeah, like, dude, what you're doing your job? What I don't know, man. Scott's <laughs> Scott's interesting. This Scott. game is this game is just completely on the Vikings defense, in my opinion. Wait, did you did you have Cowboys money line this week? 
No, this was one of the I got I was completely wrong. I got three games wrong. I got okay. Minnesota I had Minnesota, I had Miami, and I had what was the third one I had? And the Packers I maybe. I think it was Oh, it was the Packers. Good call. It was the Packers, yeah. yeah. It was like fuck Philip Rivers, but we'll get into that game. Yeah, later. dude. Fuck Philip Rivers. We'll get there. We'll get there. So, and when we do get there, I'll make oh, sure to say it again. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's talk about another quarterback here. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Twenty-two for thirty, three fourteen and three. Kirkus. You know why? Because it wasn't Monday Night Football. That's got to be the reason. I saw a feeling. Yeah. So I saw a really funny TikTok the other day. Oh, uh, it was me. about the Vikings. It's like every time they get into the red zone and then right. it cuts the audio of, look, there's my favorite white boy. Out of feeling. What just, a catch. What yeah, a catch. I, do you think that's catch of the year or at least definitely a candidate for catch of the year? So I think far? we had, I think we actually had two candidates for catch of the year in this game. I agree. You see CD Lamb's touchdown? I did see CD That like Lamb's reverse touchdown. corkscrew, like, and, like Neo the in the Matrix type shit. The announcers made it evident how hard that was. They yeah. sucked his dick for about five minutes after he yeah. made that catch. Oh, I was going to say at least 10, but yeah, uh, it wasn't great. Uh, Dalvin, again, was awesome. 27 for 115 and a touchdown. Yeah, Adam, so my yeah, note Adam. about Dalvin is like, mm-hmm. what happened to Dalvin Cook? Because 27 for 115 and a touchdown? Yeah. Those aren't Dalvin numbers. No. Where's the two at the beginning of his year? Yeah, it got to be at least two and at least two touchdowns. Like anything That's starting with bullshit. a one is a down week for Dalvin. <laughs> Fuck that. Uh, I actually saw an interesting poll on, on Instagram, and I want to get your opinion on this. It's a pretty obvious answer to me. Uh, if you're starting a team, who would you rather have be your running back, Dalvin or Derrick Henry? Dalvin. Yeah, not a question. Not, a, not even think, a question. Dude, he's just yeah. such a weapon in the passing game compared to Derrick Henry. So I got dynamic. One. So would you rather have Dalvin or McCaffrey? Ooh, I know, right? right? Because this year, Dalvin stayed healthy, but last year he was injured, and McCaffrey was great last year, but he's injured this year. I don't think you can go wrong with either of them. I I agree. I personally take McCaffrey just because I think he's a better receiving back. I think – I I don't really think there's a running back I would take over McCaffrey in the league just because he's the best, in my opinion, just all around. He does everything. Maybe Tony Pollard. Yeah, maybe Tony (laughs) Pollard because he ripped one off. Has the longest run of the season for the Cowboys at yeah. 42 yards. Not Zeke, so, Tony yeah. Pollard. So I traded away Zeke, and he had his first 100-yard rushing game of the year and a touchdown. Yeah, no, he like, actually played well. Sick, dude. Like, yeah, sick, dude. Volume was there. Um, I think, like, I'd love to get your opinion. Do you think he's a viable flex slash RB2 slash RB1? Like, where I don't think he's an RB1. So, But I think you I can would... flex him, and I think you can RB2 him on a down week if you have an injury. So here's my thing is they played a really, really banged up, shitty Vikings defense, defensive line specifically with Daniil Hunter not playing, guys like that. I'd want him to play one more game with Andy Dalton in like a – against a competent defense, and then I'm cool with it. I I could see him as a flex right now, but not much more than that in my opinion. So my only reason is like – the Cowboys are obviously having like a really tough season with injuries yeah. and shit like that. Like mm-hmm. Dak going down, Andy yeah. going down, and they're mm-hmm. having to start many quarterbacks. Man, they know but I think that this game is like a foothold for them almost. Yeah. And like, I think that they can build off of this. And I think that the momentum is starting to shift somewhat in their direction. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, did you see what Mike McCarthy did Saturday night before the game? Tell me you saw this report. I did not. Holy shit, dude! You're about to crack are you about up. To, Get, are you about to blow my mind with like? Yeah, Martin dude, you have no stuff. idea what I'm about to say to you. So Saturday night, they had, the Cowboys had a meeting, and apparently Mike McCarthy 
took a sledgehammer and just started just like pounding watermelons as like motivation and it got them like all hype and they won a game yeah because mike so McCarthy like, knows what the fuck is up <laughs> so here's what i really want to see is like how long do you think it took for mike mccarthy to lift a sledgehammer because it's probably like damn is there a youtube video for that God, I, I hope so. Okay. We're going to have to find that. If you're listening and you found this point in the podcast, DM it to us on Blindside Pod on Instagram. And we will post it on the Instagram. And we will credit you, obviously. We'll yeah. give you a tag. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Andy Dalton had yeah, showed three up in touchdowns. a big way. Showed Dude, up in a big touchdowns. way. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. 22 of 32. Only yeah. a 203, and he did have yeah. to pick, but three yeah. touchdowns. Yep. Uh, Eric Kendricks continues to just be an awesome middle linebacker with another amazing pick. Like he's just, yeah. he's fucking awesome. Justin Jefferson, he hit the gritty in the end zone, three for 86 and a touchdown. Yeah, that fucked me. That was actually, that was the real nail in the coffin because this really? was in the late window. So he was quiet, Justin he was quiet the whole game. Yep. He had nothing. He had nothing. zero receptions at the half nothing. and three for 86 yeah. and a touchdown in the second half kind of screwed me. We uh, um, okay. Shout out Kyle. GG dog. Still yeah, we were uh, we were talking about Adam Thielen a little bit earlier. I gotta say the stat line: eight for one twenty-three and a touchdown. Two but touchdowns. Uh, uh-uh. two touchdowns. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Two touchdowns. He fully rolled out. I do have to say though, did you see the report today? What report? Oh, that he was, was on, on the COVID, COVID list. list yeah. yeah, I did see that. I saw that I and know, I threw man. my phone on the ground actually because I. It was, it was like, <laughs> yeah, fuck <laughs> that shit, dude. Uh, yeah, I don't have much more for this game besides like, do you think the Cowboys have any chance of winning the division? Yeah, I think they have a small chance. I think every I, I fucking think, team has a chance. I think the only reason the Eagles have been in first for so long is because everybody in the NFC East saw that tie and was yeah. like, okay, there's no way yep. we can overtake these dudes if exactly. they win another game. But they just so, haven't won another game. <laughs> back to back to the Eagles for just one second because I'm curious uh, on your opinion on this. Let's yeah. say that the Eagles somehow end up with like the sixth overall pick, which I think is, is pretty realistic. Uh, what position do they take? Because they need everything. I think you got to go somewhere on the O line. You think so? You think so? Carson Wentz is, I think, the most pressured quarterback. Not necessarily in terms of like throwing the ball quick, but he's the yeah. most pressured quarterback this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the Eagles need to improve their O line. Not okay. even for Carson Wentz's sake. I actually think they need to do it for Jalen Hurts' sake. Yeah, and a guy that I, I think would love you for offload Carson Wentz to another team and see if you can get a couple first-round picks back. That'd be interesting. That I could. I that would be kind of interesting. What I would like to see them take is uh, is Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma. I know he's a center and they have Jason Kelsey, but he could easily you play guard. He's really exactly. Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Panay Sewell is not going to be there, and he's the best offensive lineman prospect in a while. But if he's not there, you got to take an alignment still. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, uh, anything uh, else for this game you got? My last note was just Amari, six receptions for 81. Didn't have a touchdown, but mm-hmm. still back with a good amount of targets. Um, yeah, always good to see Actually, Amari. I think good still work. remains in the top five this year in the NFL at percent target share in, their, in respective offenses. Really? So Interesting. another Interesting. thing to keep out if you're looking for a, a, a flex play on a down league. Yeah, so let's talk about the Colts beating the Packers. Yeah, so I think this was actually like the biggest shock for me this week, barring you know, every Vegas other game. A- Vegas actually called it. They had the Colts as favorites. I know. Do you want to hear something interesting. hilarious? Yeah, tell me. So shout out Will, one of my friends from mm-hmm. back home. Um, okay. He texted in our group chat at halftime mm-hmm. saying, and I quote, 
because I looked it up so I could put this in here. Um, yeah. Packers money line, easiest coin I've ever made. Okay. And at the coin. end of the game, all seven people in the group chat yeah. texted that didn't age well within five <laughs> minutes of one another. Yeah. Yeah. And he left the group chat and had to wow. re-add him 20 minutes later because he was so steamed. Wow. What a bitch. Oh my God. Uh, my one like really interesting note from this game is like Jonathan Taylor, 22 for 90, finally getting carries again. Yeah. So that was good to see. Like for the life of me, I can't figure out why we ever saw a drop in his carries, but like, I'm glad to see him back. I don't know if he'll stay back. Definitely. Hopefully he does because he's clearly the best running back on this football. Yeah, team. dude. Yeah, easily. Naeem Hines is fun, though. He's really fun to watch. Like, he just yeah, does I agree. Some dope shit. Yeah. Naeem Hines coming into this week, I said it last week, was the RB14 on the year, which is yeah. outrageous because mm-hmm. I feel like we've all been talking about Taylor. That's all yep. we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. And, and Naeem Hines is just quietly putting up crazy numbers, especially yeah. touchdown-wise. Yep. The, uh, so the first note that I had from this game is like, there was no – I don't understand how the Packers let the Colts win this game when the Colts' O-line was flagged nine times this game. Yeah, I don't – Nine. I don't know. That's well, rid- a, lot of those, a-, a lot of those, I believe, happened on, like, successive plays where it got to yep. be, like, third and 30 yep. or some shit. Yep. Like, it didn't but really matter. Nine, but is, yeah. nine is crazy. My first note from this game, just because we're on the topic of that, is um, fuck you, Phillip Rivers. Because yeah, that's he my was first like, note for the Colts game every week. Every week. <laughs> he was like, good? Do I hate? Yeah, but like, do you know but what also, my issue with Phillip Rivers is? Everything. He's so fucking old and fragile that his team yeah. takes him out of the game on third down mm-hmm. so Jacoby Brissett can do the QB sneaks. You know what I don't get? Like, you just why? retire. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude. I don't Please retire, Phil. I actually think that this like this this season is like worst case scenario for the Colts because like you have no good draft pick. You're not going to be able to get a top quarterback this year. You're going to have to have another year of Philip Rivers or Joe Jacoby Brissett, and you're just delaying the inevitable of sucking. Yeah, with a great defense and a great O line and good weapons. That being said, Phil did go 24 of 36 for 288 and three touchdowns with a pick. Yeah. So, like, I mean, good game, back-to-back yeah. weeks from Phil. Also, but fuck you, though. I still fucking hate this guy. Yeah, uh, another still great game. Another great game from Michael Pittman, my Michael guy at USC. I knew you were going to say Michael For 66 Pittman. and a touchdown. Gotta love great Michael game. Pittman at USC. Yeah. Uh, so, that's kind of all I have Colts-wise. You want to move to the Packers side for a second? Yeah, my last thing for Michael Pittman is just somebody save him. Somebody get yeah. him out of Indy. Yeah. Somebody get him out of there. Give him yeah. a competent receiver. Almost would mm-hmm. even love to see the Packers pick up Michael Pittman. Damn, dude, imagine if oh, – oh, okay, so this is my first question for the Packers for you. I know you're a Devontae Adams fantasy owner, so be unbiased yeah. for a minute if you can. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to put him on the same tier as Julio and Hopkins? Does the day and then why? Yeah, I am. I'm ready to. I, I, this whole season we've been kind of saying he's the third guy, but, like, I can, I can put him there. I think he's been I, just I, as good. I could almost, like, this season only – because mm-hmm. I think overall Julio is still a better receiver, but I think okay. this season Devontae is having a better year. I think numbers wise, he just is just statistically. He is like another right? monster game. He had seven for one Oh six and a touchdown now yeah. making it, I think five or six straight weeks where he's found the end zone. You know, what's interesting is like, why don't I just take Devontae Adams over half a touchdown every week? I'd be up know. like a pretty good amount of shit that I just hacked you, betting. You'd probably be up like 
20 units if you did that. Yeah, I think it's half the betting. Well, I know what I'm taking next week. Uh, Aaron Jones uh, hadn't looked great recently. 10 to 41 on a touchdown today, though. So since coming back from his injury, uh, has not gone over 100 yards um, in the past three weeks, Mm -hmm. which is kind of concerning for fantasy owners, especially as we come down the stretch and enter the playoffs. Like, yeah. Aaron Jones is not the running back he was at the start of the season. Not and even close. The, I only have one positive for him, though. He had four catches. He's getting involved yeah, in the backfield. He did have four catches. Yards. The past yeah. two weeks, he's been very involved in the screen game. Which is interesting. I just – I think I need to see him go over 100 yards once before the fantasy yeah. playoffs to feel confident in him as my RB1. Not that mm-hmm. I'm not going to start him every single week, but to yep. feel confidence, I need to see him go over 100 yards. Uh, Rogers, 27 for 38, 311, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Packers are Just still contenders. third after this pick game, of right? the season. I, I yeah. think they're still contenders. Yeah, and I mean, the Colts are the best defense in the NFL besides the Steelers. Yeah, agreed. Oh, right? uh, actually disagreed. Disagreed. Really? Strongly. Think I think it's the Rams. Really? Now that, no shit, that's interesting because you know I fucking love the Rams. I'm yeah, like, I know you've been high on the Rams recently. I'm surprised you didn't even mention them in that breath because I mean, like, they, they've been really good. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like, it's, yeah, I think they're third, and I think there's an argument for all three of those teams being number one right now, but I, I, I just think it has to be the Steelers right now. They're just fucking crazy. They're playing out their mind. Uh, do you have anything else for this game? I do not. I'm ready to move okay. on to whatever, is it what you're looking for? Week 12 preview? Week 12? Yep. Yeah, so Thanksgiving week. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving to everyone out there. Hoping you guys can be there virtually or in person with your families. Nothing but the best with this crazy year. Great football games on Thursday, on Thursday though. Yeah. I have – so games. Texans-Lions because the Lions always play. I think that game is just going to be weird. Like, a part Take of me wants over. to – Yeah, right. Like, okay, so I want to say that, but then I look at the fucking – they get shut out by the Panthers. Like, that's the only thing that's making me think, like, eh, but like maybe Stafford's gonna go off now. Yeah, but like my rationale for the over is like Stafford just got shut out. Yeah, exactly. Right. He's about Man, to have a day. He's, so it's a good my, day to have a day if you're Matt Stafford. So I have my over of the week, which I just think is Raiders Falcons. Raiders that, Falcons. That screams that over to me. Yeah, to you're me? right. That just screams I have points. Actually, my under of the week, which is really? interesting, because I, I usually don't. I'm not a big under guy. Yeah, dude, dude. Life's too I short about the under. Niners Rams is screaming under. Niners Rams. Okay. Okay. Especially I can see because that. it's like this is the Niners' like last chance at the division. Yep. Really, like if mm-hmm. they lose, they're out of the division. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a hard fought, like 17-14, really low yep. scoring game. Mm-hmm. Take the under. Enjoy your free money. It happened yep. last week. Take your free money this week. I'm certainly going to be enjoying my free money this week. Um, yeah. 49ers, four and six. Rams, seven and three. Should mm-hmm. be a good game. Uh, can we both agree game of the week is going to be Chiefs Bucks? Yeah, I have that. Has that, to be. Has that to be right. That game is going to be awesome. There's I can't, no way I can't wait Tom to watch Brady that. versus Patrick Mahomes isn't good. That game is always good, Pass especially with present. these two teams. The Bucks are exactly. better than six and four. They're more oh, of an absolutely. eight and two, in my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, they've lost to the Saints twice, and they lost to. Obviously, the Rams. Then who's the fourth team they lost to? I can't even. I honestly have no idea. I can. I'm gonna look that, look that up. up. Right I can't now. even okay. remember. Wow, so while so you're doing cool. that, I have a quick three-parter for uh, Week 12 preview. Uh huh. Basically, we have the football team versus the Cowboys, both three and for seven. First in the division. The Giants versus the Bengals. Mm-hmm. 
and Seahawks versus the Eagles. So I don't want to say the Seahawks are guaranteed to win that game, but yeah, the Seahawks are most likely going to win that game. Mm-hmm. So out of the football team, the Cowboys and the Giants, who do you think goes top of the division after this week? Uh, because one of them has to. I think it's going to be the Giants because I just think that I think the Giants are going to beat. So here's my reasoning for it, right? I think the football team will beat the Cowboys. Yep, but then the and Giants have the, the Giants have swept the football team, so we have yep. the tiebreaker. And I think the Giants will beat the Bengals without Burrow. If they had Burrow, I think it would have been a really fun game. But I think that I think, would have been a really good game. Yeah, right. Because the Giants would be over if they had Burrow. I agree. I agree. So, oh, the team, the other team, the the Bucks lost to. You're gonna fucking laugh. It's the Bears. Really? Yeah, they lost twenty to nineteen in Week Five against the Bears. Oh, Tom. Jesus Christ. Well, the Bears, uh, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. What was the Bears' record at that point? They were like five and zero. Oh. They were okay. five and zero. Oh, I think, right? Weren't they undefeated? That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Remember the, when the Bears were undefeated? God, twenty twenty uh, is weird. What are they? Um, Raven Steelers. Now? Yeah, Raven Steelers is the Thursday night game on Thanksgiving. Yeah, that should be I awesome. Really, I really want to say the Ravens will give them a run for their money, but like I don't think they will. So, like I said earlier, the, there are two, maybe three games if you include this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Steelers look like they should be going 16-0. and But like yeah. maybe, and I really mean maybe, like this is one of the games, the Chiefs is one of the games, and the Colts mm-hmm. is one of the games. Yep. The last six weeks of their season are going to be really intense. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be really, really hard. It's really hard to continue to grind out wins when you've already clinched a playoff spot. Exactly, exactly. And Especially they might even... against like some average to mediocre teams. And you know what I was going to say is they could clinch the one seed soon, but they won't because the Chiefs are only one game behind. So they're not going yeah. to at any point, which is interesting. Okay, so that might, that might even benefit them. Yeah, that's true. They have really. to play the entire year. Um, do you have any other games for this week, or do you want to move yeah, to the top 10? Yeah, I just have last one. We get a mm-hmm. rematch of the 7-3 and three Colts and 7-3 and three Titans in that's, the battle for the top of the AFC South. That should be a really good game. game. Just a that should be a really good, really bad game, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's exactly. going to be a boring-ass football game, but it's going to be close. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I got for week, week 12. Uh, let's go top 10 tight ends. Yeah. So, so – we on both three, have Kelsey just, Kittle. Yeah, let's just say Kelsey Kittle. Yeah. Okay. Do you have Darren Waller at three? I do have Darren Waller at three. I do too. I do too. Okay. So at four? Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews. Who do you have at five? Jonu. Really? Who do you have at five? I have Evan Ingram at five, but I'm absurdly wow. biased. I'm absurdly okay, so biased. So I have Ingram at six, actually. I don't even have Jonu at six. I have Jonu at seven. Who do you have at six? I have Zach Ertz at six because I think when he's healthy, he's still good. But I don't know. I don't, John was looking really good. I don't really have good. Zach Ertz in my list. I have a different really? list. Okay, yeah. that's interesting because, I, I mean, like, he's just been so good for so Although, long. I do have a when they're healthy, they're really good in this list. I will give you okay. that. So okay, I, cool. I accept that Ertz play because mm-hmm. if you think that he belongs in the list, then 100%. So uh, um, who do you have at seven then? Because I said I have, I have Hayden John. Hurst at seven. Okay. Okay. Um, um, he's down my list a little bit. Yeah. So then at eight, I have OJ Howard, who I think is really good, actually. Super undervalued, just been injured this year. Okay. So I have, I don't have OJ Howard on my list at all. I think really? talent wise, he should. But like going into this year, like before Gronk got there, the Bucks just never used their tight end, like at all. Well, and that that's sucks because, because I James. love OJ Howard. Exactly. Yeah. I would love to see OJ Howard actually get reps when he's healthy, especially with yeah, I think that I think it would be really cool. I think it would be really cool because I think he's a great player. 
Um, another Bama guy. Uh, at eight, I have TJ Hawkinson. I have – okay, well, I have O.J. Howard at eight. I have right, Hawkinson have at nine. Uh, okay. Who do you have at nine? I have Hunter Henry at nine. Oh, interesting. He was the yeah. one player I left off this list. I was like, damn, maybe I could have really? filled him in. Okay, who, who's your nine then? I have Hawkinson at nine, and I have uh-huh. Noah Fant at ten. You have Fant at ten. Okay, I have Hayden Hurst at ten, but also fuck Hayden Hurst because he got a bagel this week. Yeah, dude, that's why my Taysom Hill. Oh, I forgot Taysom Hill in this list. Oh, wow. <laughs> fuck, that was that could have been such a good joke. Not we missed out there. ESPN wouldn't have allowed it after this week. You know, anyway, what's, so. you know what's crazy is, like, he was never even listed as a tight end on NFL.com fantasy. So, like, again, ESPN well, just being stupid. So, I think the thing was, like, he doesn't play QB mm-hmm. usually when Breeze is yes, there. Yes, I agree. So, they had to list him as some other position. Right. It was just dumb of them to mm-hmm. list him as a tight end. I agree. I agree. That made very minimal sense. <laughs> yeah. So very comparable uh, tight end lists. Do we only have one? Oh no, we have we two have, people. I think this has been our most differentiated oh, wait. list so far. We have far. three people different, right? Because you don't have Engram, you don't have Ertz, and you don't have Hunter Henry, correct? I have Engram, I don't have Ertz, and I don't have Henry. So I think it's. Where did two you have Engram? Where did you have Engram? I'm sorry, I totally I missed that. Six. Okay. Oh, that's right. One you did after say that. you did, but you don't have yep. OJ Howard and you don't have Fant, correct? Correct. I have Fant was my eleven because I think Fant's okay. really talented. I think he's really good. So Henry would have been my eleven, and we would have had okay. one difference. But got yeah. it. Uh, do you want to go six and three update? Yeah. So this week we've decided to re-rank the six and three teams that we ranked as last we did last week. week. Yep. Uh, with their new records. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you want to start off with your number nine? Okay, number nine, I have the Browns. Yeah, I had to leave them, even though they won. Yeah, they're the Browns. Like they, they beat the Eagles, dude. Yeah, dude, it's not even a fucking question in my mind. So uh, the Browns are now seven and three. Um, mm-hmm. Let's just say the new record of the team every yep. time. Good call. Yep. So uh, at eight, I still have the Titans, actually. Really? I so actually beat the moved... Ravens and moved to seven and three. I moved the Titans up a little bit. I'll get to them in a little bit. I got them – I moved them up a little slightly, a little slightly. Uh, I have the Dolphins at eight because okay, so losing to the Broncos is just a yeah, huge hit in my opinion. Not good right? at all. I had the Dolphins yeah. at two last week, and they slid yeah. all the way down to seven in my list okay. for this week. And seven for me is the Ravens. I have the Ravens okay. at seven. Yeah. So I have the Ravens at six, and I'm assuming that's where you have the Titans. That is where I have the Titans, yes. And then are we going to agree top five-wise, you think? Should I just rattle it off? Well, that depends. Who do you have at five? Because I think we may disagree. Okay, I have the Raiders at five. Okay, see, I have the Colts at five. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I'm not sold on the Colts, and I really hate Phillip Rivers, so I'm going to procrastinate yeah, dude, moving so like, him up this list as soon as, I, as long as possible. I am sold on everything about the Colts except Phillip Rivers. Yeah, except and I hate him so much that and I can't move them. You know what's interesting is I actually have the Colts. I don't even have them at four. I have them at three just because I think the Seahawks defense really? is that bad that they're four. Wow, dude. You're I know. think my list is fucking outrageous then. Oh, God. So who do you have at four then? <laughs> So I'm just going to rephrase. I had the Colts at seven last week and I moved them up two spots after they beat the Packers. Now they're seven Mm -hmm. and three. Okay. At four, I have the Raiders who are six and four. Got it. Obviously a loss last week to the Chiefs. Tough loss. loss I think the fact that they've beaten the Chiefs so far already this season means that they they are Mm -hmm. definitely worthy of a top four spot in this list. Yep. Um, At three, who do you have? I have the Cardinals. I have the Colts at three. 
Okay. So yeah, you yeah. already said that. Does right. That I have the Colts at three. Okay. So I know what your top two is and it's not yep. the same as mine. Yep. Um, so two, you Cardinals have. Cardinals at three who are now six and four. Uh, they okay. lost the Seahawks this past week. Mm-hmm. At two, I have the Rams who are now seven really? and three and just beat the Bucks. Yeah. Okay. So you know who that leaves at one, which is crazy. Yeah. Tell me. Because I'm all in on Russ, dude. Yeah, wow. Out of these six and three teams, if they were all to play a round-robin tournament, the Seahawks would have the best record at the end of it. I think the Rams would kill the Seahawks. Legitimately. I don't don't know if I disagree with that, but I think the Seahawks would probably beat every other team in this list, and I don't know if the Rams would. So here's my reasoning for taking the Rams over the Seahawks is I think that McVay will score a touchdown every single drive against the Seahawks defense. Maybe they'll kick a field goal once. Yeah. And I think that the Rams defense is good enough to stop Russ occasionally. Yeah. So but I think they can that win that game, game. And that is a game. If you, mm-hmm. if that game happens later in the season, I'm going to look that I'm up. Say actually. it now. Mm-hmm. Take the over, please. God. Really? I you like don't that. think the over is like a lock in that game? I like that. Russ oh, they is do play up at least 25. They play December 27th. Okay. Russ is putting up at least 25. And if you're saying the Rams are winning that game, then they're yeah, putting like up at least 30. Yeah. So. I like that over. I like that over. Um, so yeah, I'm going to rattle off my list. Just one through nine real quick. Um, yep. Rams one. Then I got Cardinals, Colts, Seahawks, Raiders, Titans, um, Ravens, Dolphins, Browns. Okay. That's I will do the same. I have mm-hmm. Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, Raiders, Colts, Ravens, Dolphins, Titans, Browns. That was an order from one to nine. Yeah, so a lot of disagreement on that list. Let's see. Let's see what happens the rest of the year. You want? That's gonna be which is surprising because we were pretty similar last week. Very similar. We? we were like seven for nine similar, but this week was wild to be honest with you. Yeah, for these teams specifically, because these teams specifically all had wild games. Rams had a wild game against the Bucks. Cardinal Seahawks was awesome. Colts got a dub against the Packers. Raiders kept it close with the Chiefs. Like, wow, they all had really fun games. You know what I find so interesting? I'm a big trend guy. I love to look okay. at trends and data. Yep. Mm-hmm. Half the teams in this list, or you can't have half because there are nine. Right, nine. Four yeah. of them lost and five of them won. So as close as you can wow. get to 50%, which is really interesting. interesting. That is actually really interesting. Oh, shit, that's interesting. Oh, shit, uh, that's interesting. Oh, shit, that's interesting. Uh, you want to go contender, pretender? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Do you want to start okay. AFC division leaders? Yeah. So AFC, who do you got? Uh, Bills, Chiefs, Steelers as contenders for the division Same. leaders. Um, mm-hmm. I have the Colts currently as the division leader in the AFC South. Cause I think yep. they beat the Titans last time. They so did. they have the, they the head to head. The, um, the head to head. Yep. I have the Colts as a pretender. I do too. If they had any quarterback oh. besides Philip Rivers, like I'd yeah. call them a, a contender, but I can't fucking trust Philip Rivers to win a playoff game. Uh, moving on to the wild card or the in the hunt teams, I have the, the Ravens, Browns, Titans, Dolphins, all as pretenders, and then I actually mm-hmm. have the six and four Raiders as contenders because I think so, the record is much better than yeah. that shows. Like I really, really, really want to put the Raiders as contenders, but I just. I think they need one or two more years to develop that secondary with like Jonathan Abram, Damon Arnett. Yeah. And then I think they will get there soon. I just don't think they're there quite yet. I mean, you know, what's so interesting about my Raiders contender pick is that I yeah. actually had them as a pretender coming into this week. And they just lost the another contender. The Chiefs so, so well mm-hmm. and so closely. I think that they have a, a really high potential going into yeah. the house because their so, defense is honestly not bad. It's just Mahomes no, drops 35. Not at all. It's his job. Exactly. Uh, NFC. I have so, my yeah. oh god my no, no, my no, contenders. 
My yeah. contenders for NFC, I have Rams, Cardinals, Bucks, Packers, Saints. Rams, Cardinals, Bucks, Packers, Saints. Okay. Yeah. I also, just because they're now the division leader and mm-hmm. I have the Cardinals as a contender, I have yeah. the Seahawks as a contender because they're okay. leading that division. Understand. Um, Understand. But yeah, I have all those same other pretender, uh, contenders as you. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And then moving on to the pretenders, I assume you have Eagles, everybody from the NFC East, yeah, the Bears and the mm-hmm. Niners. So I didn't even include the Bears because I fucking hate the Bears. They suck. I have Fair. the Seahawks, the Niners, and the NFC East. That's it. Okay. Yeah. So that's all I got for that. Last thing I want to say before we go, little Yankees update. Nothing huge, but the Rays want to trade Blake Snell. What? So get him out of the division. Get him the fuck out of that division or keep him in the division in pinstripes. But so so <laughs> but I think we talked about this earlier. We're both, yeah. you know, on the same page with this one. Blake there Snell is, no... is an ugly motherfucker. Yeah, he is just so ugly, dude. And Ugh. I think you're about to say it, so go ahead and say it. Like there is there is no conceivable universe exactly. in which exact... Blake Snell is a Yankee. That is the exact word choice I would have no used as well. Con- okay, can I tell you something funny? Shout out to uh, We Are Yankee Nation on Instagram. One of my favorite Instagram accounts. They have 20,000 followers. We Are Yankee Nation. Yeah, definitely drop a follow if you haven't. Um, Will do. So they posted They posted today, the Rays have reportedly told several teams they're opening trade in Blake Snell. Should the Yankees make a move? And I commented, there is no universe that the Rays trade Blake Snell to the Yankees. And they pinned my comment. And they have 20,000 followers. I kind of felt kind of cool about that. Not going to lie. So that was kind of wow. dope. Yeah, kind of the small things in life, right? But, yeah, there's no fucking way that Blake Snell's a Yankee. Get him out of the division and don't let him go to the fucking Mets so Jem and Kev yell at me. So um, I have one more no shit that's interesting if you're done with your Yankees update. If not, absolutely. Um, feel free to continue. Do you have any Go ahead. Ones? Go ahead. So this past weekend, and this mm-hmm. actually, this is going to blow your fucking mind. We'll end the show on this. Tell me it. Baker Mayfield just broke Ben Roethlisberger's record for most wins at the Browns stadium. Just give me a quick reminder. How many games has big Ben played as a Cleveland Brown? Zero, right? He's never been Zero. on the Browns. Yeah, no, I don't believe okay. he's ever been on the Browns. Okay, cool. So what? <laughs> what? Yeah. So That's a QB absurd. that never played for the Browns holds the record or held the record for most wins in their home stadium. I don't understand the Browns, man. I don't fucking get it. They're just Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you got big ups to, to Baker say? in the yeah. record books now. Look at the kid. Look at the well, kid. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, doing all those Hulu ads and those fucking oh, what, what, what commercial even is it where he's at the stadium? Progressive. Is it progressive? It's progressive. progressive. Like honestly, if we, if we, he's a good actor. Both of us, if both of us do, it'll take half the yeah, time. It'll take half the time. But can we talk about this honeymoon scene? Yeah, and then Jedrick Will's fat ass is just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so funny. Oh my god. Yeah, but yeah, that's out of the book club. Baker's yeah, I love. But Baker. uh, but yeah, that's all I got for this week. Dill, you got anything? I'm good. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, make sure to drop a follow on Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Blindside Pod. Thank you guys again for everything. The continued support of this has been awesome. I know we're just starting out, but we really do appreciate Thank everything you guys, you guys so been much. doing. You're giving us a lot of opportunities that Dylan and I never thought was possible. We were just kind of messing around and talking about sports, but it's becoming a thing. And that's all due to yeah. you guys. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, go Yanks. Go Yanks.